Good evening. Do it 79. Hope you're doing a quick mic check. Mic check. One, two, three. Tone. Testies, testies. One, two. Good evening, everybody. We'll be live in just a moment. gentlemen i don't know if you realize but you're staring at the impact wrestling x division champion rohit raju and i'm here to tell you about two good friends of mine the dude 79 fanboy tone they are the hosts of one of twitch's best shows banter and babble they talk about movies they talk about games they talk about entertainment they talk about wrestling all things pop culture all things nerddom you can catch up on their past shows, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or you can watch them live on Twitch. That's twitch.tv forward slash banter and babble. And sometimes they have a sexy guest or two on there. Hmm, looking at the champ. That's right, I've been on there. I have graced their presence just like I'm gracing yours right now. And it, hell, who doesn't believe a guy that looks like this? Who doesn't believe the reigning next division champion? Because I am the George Jackin, Tuesday Night Impacting. His mother called him son because he shines like one mocha-skinned mammal. Reigning Impact Wrestling X Division Champion, Rohit Raju. So make sure you go check out my boys at Banter and Babble. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I don't know, can we follow that? What's that? Can we follow that? I don't, I don't think so. I'm going to fuck so. it up really bad. Okay. Good evening. Welcome to another edition of Banter and Babble. I am the Dude79, and joining me always, my esteemed colleague, Mr. Fanboy Tone. Mr. Fanboy Tone, what's going on tonight, dude? Easy day today? Everyone's just kind of chilling, relaxed, nothing going on, nothing to talk about? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what a day. <sighs> you guys, this is one of the... Um, most like difficult shows to have, have set up. Um, there was a lot of shit that went on today. There was a lot of stuff we had to cover. Uh, life got very, very busy for both of us. And um, yeah, I'm sweating profusely because I'm running all over the place trying to get stuff set up and ready to go. So if the show is fucked up anywhere, it's his Bottle. fault. 
What? Yeah, I said it. I said it. Oh, that's bullshit. Uh, welcome, Cersei. Welcome, everybody. We have a great show. We have a lot of kick-ass shit to talk about tonight. It was, uh, an, it's been an epic week for gaming uh, since last week. This week, we had yeah. Xbox Series, Series X last week. Ooh. Uh, PlayStation 5 stuff today. Ooh. Uh, we got a trailer this week that was hype. We're going to talk about in just a moment. Mm, mm, uh, we got to mm. talk about Lovecraft Country. Shit's starting to get cray-cray in that show. And you want to talk, you want to do a little bit of a dive, a little bit of a dive. A little dive. A little into little Raised by Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Out. Now, originally, we were planning to discuss Guns Akimbo. However... Life got in the way, yeah, and uh, it was straight chaos today. So we weren't able to. I wasn't able to finish my viewing. I know he hasn't been able to finish his. So we will move that to the next episode. We will definitely talk about Guns and Kimball. We're actually going to talk about two movies. There's another one that just came out today on Netflix, uh, The Devil All the Time, with Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson, Jason Clark. I mean, an incredible cast that just dropped on Netflix uh, today. Prime, you watched it. Awesome. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next week. We're, for the next episode, we're going to talk about Guns Akimbo. We're going to talk more about Lovecraft. We're going to talk a lot about um, Raised by Wolves, a little bit more in depth then. So we have a lot of cool stuff to talk about in the next show. But tonight, lots of shit to talk about. First Tone, how you doing, man? What's good? Well, uh, let me, let me because I know Trick watched Akimbo. All I want to say is I, I'm about halfway through Trick, and I got to say, all I'm going to say about it right now is I'm really enjoying it right now. It's it's a fun movie. It's a wild movie. It's basically like a it's almost like a cartoon in some sense, and that's a good thing. So so far enjoying it. But yes, unfortunately to move that. I am. I had a short day at work today, which I normally do on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. uh, just works that way, and a lot of stuff happened after I left the the old uh, workplace. Um, and you know, had to stop and get food on the way home. Now, no, I've been trying to stay away from fast food. That's been my thing, mm -hmm. and I had to stop and get some today for the family, and the motherfuckers forgot most of my food, so I was That's already in a fit disappointing. Of I was going to guess, right. did you go to Wendy's on State Street, but you said you went to McDonald's. Right, 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 right. And I, I thought for sure it was Wendy's. Yeah, typically don't give two shits about McDonald's. However, I did get a couple of the new spicy nugs. Yeah. Fat guy tested, fat guy approved. They're very delicious. The sauce that you didn't get to try. I didn't get the sauce. The sauce is lickable. You can lick that cup clean if you got to when you're done. That's fine and dandy. Now, I think the big question here, okay. and I think a lot of people in the chat would agree, how do they compare to Wendy's on top of the throne spicy nugs? So, and there's really, I think, only one person out there that thinks that Wendy's nuggets are better than McDonald's. I think that's drastic. I'm not talking nuggets. I'm talking spicy nuggets specifically. Spicy nuggets specifically, yes. Yes. Overall, I think McDonald's has the best nuggets over, and Wendy's is number two, but I think the nuggets overall, the quality is better at McDonald's. And the reason I say that is because I feel that continues into the spiciness, too. I felt they were spicier, uh -huh. even without the sauce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were spicy without and it was, the sauce. And, and I, I just, they were just the same consistency that you get from a McDonald's nugget. So, First of all, Cuddles does not agree with you. Uh, that's not a shock. <laughs> and Brian has already established uh, Wendy's Spicy Nugs are king. No further discussion is required. I, awesome. I, I really like, I just think McDonald's Nuggets are way better just generally than any other nugget. Mm -hmm. And the spicy one, now they're that good with spice. And yeah. it's great. And I hope, you know, I know it's this limited time thing. Right. But, man, I really hope that McDonald's looks at this. And hopefully, first of all, I hope it sells well enough where I hope they kind of explore it because, you know, the thing I like about McDonald's chicken nuggets, even though I like Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets just a little bit more, but one thing that I've always liked about McDonald's chicken nuggets is they're crunchy. They got that crunch to it. Right. You know, and, that's, and it's basically the same batter or whatever they use right. with spices in it. Right. So I was like, this is actually pretty good. So 
I don't know if I would replace my, my fat ass almost went out for lunch today and got a five piece at both places. I was going to get 10 at both, not five, 10. Cause I'm fat. I was going to get one of both come back and just be like one, one. I think you should do that for one, one, one. two. Here's the thing though. Everybody out there is arguing. They want to fist the cuffs over. The, okay. Listen, the, the thing is, is you're literally taking two things that are sitting at the top of a mountain. I know. I like, know. I can't like who wants to name what other nugget compared to these two places are better. So, so we all are a little bit, maybe drawing a line and we think Wendy's or McDonald's are better. And I, like I said, like I love McDonald's nuggets just a skosh more than Wendy's because honestly, Wendy's are fucking awesome. Mm. I'm not shitting on Wendy's whatsoever. Well, you absolutely are. That's the way everyone in the chat is going to take it. And I don't, (laughs) you guys go to social media, (laughs) let everybody know he's trashing Wendy's. Whatever. What ever. But other than the nugget debacle of 2020 (laughs) and everything going on with that and the, uh, it was just a busy day, and then and then after the showcase today, oh, yeah. and then we'll get into that a little bit more deeper here right now. But I mean, do we want to save that part till later? Or do we want to say that we're good, or we just wait till later for that part? Like, I think I, 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 you can tell them. All right, can say it. we're good. I think. Oh, I think uh, both of us. That was interesting. Uh, we're both good. We both have secured our PS5s. Yeah, we both managed to do that tonight. So. Yep. You were running around. I was running around. We scrambled. We each got our PS5. So we are secured on those. Woo. And now we got to wait for the Xbox Series X and Series mm-hmm. uh, Not So X uh, next month or week. Excuse me. So yeah. here we are. And so there was a lot of running around. So I literally got home, was there maybe a half hour, 20 minutes, had to spin around and leave the home and drive around. And it was a madhouse for a while. And then got here a little later than normal, hardly had anything to eat. And now it's time to... To the show. So, what about yourself? Uh, well, um, a lot of a lot of Avengers, <laughs> playing a lot of Avengers still. Mm. Um, you know, we're, we'll. I think you know we can dive into that once we really get to the end game stuff. There's some stuff that we still need to get through to get right. to. Uh, so we're still working on that grind. But so far, I'm really digging it. It's a lot of fun. Um, I want them to fix the fucking matchmaking so I can actually play with other people. Because while I love the fact that I can build my characters. The way as support and bring them in with me and they do what they're supposed to support wise. They are fucking terrible at prioritizing certain enemies to take out. I can't tell you how many fucking times there's drones in the air. There's guys in jetpacks in uh, the air and Iron Man's on the ground throwing haymakers at fucking guys with fisticuffs. Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, are you help. doing, bro? I think their their targeting system needs a little bit of work too. I I hit level fifty with my Hulk on Sunday. By the way, that's news for everybody. There you go. I've, I hit lef, I hit level fifty on Black Widow like a, like a week before that. So here. But what's your power like, level? What's that? What's your power level? One ninety five. That's a lie. What it is, is a power lie. level? Straight fucking what is lie. It? What is it? Uh, one thirty eight. Well, it's not. What is no, it? It is one thirty eight. You're a liar. Oh, oh, hey. That's why I'm boss, baby. I am boss. But uh, before we get into the first story, what are we drinking tonight? So we are drinking, we actually got two tonight. Uh, I bought the the pint four packs. This is out of Griffin Claw, which I'm pretty sure I may have actually had this last year. Uh, this is the Screaming Pumpkin Ale. It's delicious. It's very, very, uh, you, you really get the spice out of this one. You really get that. It's very tasty. That, yeah, you're really, almost like you're drinking a pumpkin pie. It's very, very, very good. It's $8 for four pack of pints. That's actually cheaper than a lot more four packs that for Michigan breweries. That's cheaper than a lot of the other ones. Normally, they're 10 or up. I'm, I'm going to be super immature here. This yeah. pumpkin has a green mouse, so the green screen removes it. Look, he's eating Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, get out of there. He's eating Baby Yoda. See, there's Baby Yoda in his mouth. <laughs> Come on. That was, that's that's like special effects, dude. That was sweet. All right, anyways, go ahead. Fucking K. Wow. Sorry, and then, I was uh, just super just like amazed by that. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we got... Okay, I, I'm complete. Oktoberfest. True... 
Fest beer style. There we go. Mason jars full of piss. Ark and Rats drinking tonight too. Good for you, buddy. Oh my! Is Cuddles obviously Cuddles is drinking? I don't Cuddle, know Cuddles ask, actually, right? uh, yeah. For lunch, he had like a fifth of vodka, and for dinner, he's drinking another fifth of Jack. So uh, Gumby says, Psh, "Ain't no White Claw." Uh, first, first of all, first of all, White Claw ain't shit, baby. Yeah, we upgraded. Truly, that is the way to go. White Claw, you've been you, you've been replaced. Oh, truly, 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 <laughs> you've truly been replaced. <laughs> truly, truly better. Truly. Truly. Yeah, it's really, really good. Cuddles, come on. Yeah, when, dude. You know what? When Cuddles comes up here, I'm going to make him drink truly. Oh, it's on. All night long. When Cuddles, comes up, here, when Cuddles comes up here, I got a feeling. Yeah. It's a good song, right? All night long. Yeah. Is that, that's Lionel Richie. Yeah, it's Lionel, oh, yeah, Lionel it's Richie. Good stuff, man. Anyways. All right. Enough of that nonsense. Let's <laughs> move in. Oh, first of all, wait, as wait. you can see at the beginning, thank you. Oh, yes. Rohit Raju uh, for that promo. Thank you promo. to the X Division champ for hooking us up. Uh, you know, he... He took time out of his day from playing uh, games and hanging out with his best friend, the X Division belt, and uh, cut a little promo for B&B. So thank you for that, dude. We appreciate that. Yeah, that was. It's a fucking awesome. sweet ass. Uh, it's a sweet promo. And man, everyone's gun- everyone's gunning for him right now, dude. The pre- yeah. It's, uh, this week on Impact, if you guys are gonna get a chance to watch last night, like everybody, TJP, Chris Bay, uh, and Trey Trey Miguel, yep. they're uh, they're that. So th- those four of them are t- some of the top guys in that division right now, man. They're all they're all gunning, so they want a piece getting, of them. They want hot. a piece of them. Thank you, King. Magus, what's up? Moenzilla, what's going on? Shark seventy nine, welcome. Well, I appreciate. It. Good to see you all tonight. Thank you. We're glad you're here. Like we said, we got a lot of got a lot of a lot of gaming stuff about. to talk about, which we really haven't hold. Yeah, lot no, it hasn't been about. too much gaming, but we knew at some point this was going to happen. We knew at some point one of them was going to blink. And the other one right. was going to follow suit, and that's exactly what happened last week. Xbox had a one of the well a leak, uh, you know, yeah, got, yeah, had yeah. Xbox forcing their hand to reveal their information. So let's talk about that first. Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S will be. Uh, I will actually run that video in a Hello, moment. Shark. I do want to run that video in a moment, just not right yet. Oh, uh, but we do have pricing. Xbox Series X four ninety nine, and that that one sweet uh, price point, and the Xbox Series S. Two ninety nine, which is a sweet price point. On paper, you're thinking sweet, awesome. Two ninety nine, that's fucking dope ass price to get into next gen with Game yeah. Pass. For somebody that just wants to get into next gen, and immediately, you know, the first thing we were thinking, like, what kind of a cut is there going to be in quality to get games to run on this thing? <clears throat> because of, I mean, the one standout thing, obviously, the CPU and the Xbox Series S is much more powerful, much more capable than the one that's in the Xbox One X. But when you look at the GPU, it's 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 four 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 gigabytes on the te- four teraflops, yep. which is two less than the Xbox One X and eight less than the Xbox Series X, which is considerable, which is considerable. But and you and I were talking about it. I know Pick and I were talking about, it, and Prime was talking about. It. Everyone was kind of talking about this, going like, "Man, yeah, like, what news. is the quality of games going to be on this thing?" You know, because for for the last six years, it's all been about teraflops. Oh my! My console's got six teraflops. Got bigger dick than your console. <laughs> Sounds like something some drunk right. guy would do at a party. All right, right, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is!" And then and then you look at this thing, and it's at four teraflops, but the CPU is is strong. It's got a right. good SSD in it. It's 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 capable. But I was like, you know, I want to see these fucking games running on this thing. Right. I want to see. <laughs> Damn it, Prime! I want to see. How Gears is going to look on. I want to see how all these other third-party games are going to look on the Xbox Series. Yes, 
Sure, $299 along with Game Pass is a sexy entry. That's a great entry if you're looking to get into next to gen. To play the next gen yeah, games yeah, at the yeah. very to least. Get your hands on with that stuff. Deal, yeah. That is really, really a Gaming sexy on a budget, price. as they say. But at the same time, with the Xbox Series X being out there, mm. the beefy one, the big fella, do I really want to like go low or do I want to experience like the true next gen experience? <laughs> right. So after a couple of days, Microsoft was under a lot of pressure to kind of like show something, and they did. And you know what, man? I don't know how these games are going to look on Xbox Series X. Obviously, the biggest difference we know right now is going to be resolution. Obviously, Xbox Series X is native 4K and a lot of stuff, native 4K 60, in some instances, 120. But Xbox Series S is going to max out at about 1440p or lower, depending on the game and, and, and how intense it is. Mm-hmm. But man, we saw two videos. We've got this Gears of War running on Xbox Series S at 120 frames. I'm telling you guys, this actually looked pretty good. It actually looked pretty good. It, I was it impressed. It very crisp. It's very smooth. It's a clean image. It looks it looks good. It's Gears of War. And it's yeah. running at a high frame rate, which is obviously very good for yeah, a shooter like this. Yeah, like that. Definitely that. Yeah, that's a, that's a game you want is higher. Frame it, rate. it looks it looks really really good. So I was happy to see that, but I was like, you know what? It's first party stuff. I do want to see the Xbox Series X version of it. I right. mean, it can't just be all 4K. It's got to be visual fidelity as well, like like details and and, and how things look, like how crisp it is. And then Dirt Five today, they released their video of gameplay. Running on Xbox Series S at, you know, I don't know how many frames it was. I think it was 120, but this looks this looks good, man. If you don't have a 4K display and you just want to get into next gen and you have Xbox Game Pass and a, and a shit, a fuck ton of games that are going to run and look like this. Maybe GPU, maybe GPU isn't that big of a deal. Well, well for some people it's not. And for that ecosystem, how it works with Game Pass. Yep. You know, you're not, you know, you know, you, you know, there's, there's a lot of options there for a lot of games mm-hmm. for fucking little money. Yeah. It's honestly like game, pa- like game pass is fucking brilliant. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and it works really well for uh, Microsoft on this. So yeah, th- this is, this is awesome. Yeah. It looks good. And obviously you game know, of the year. Yeah. And so now what we do know is that the Xbox series S and the Xbox series X are going to drop on November 10th. Yep. Pre-orders go live. Next week. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. We don't know what time. I'm assuming. Prob- oh, no, 11 p.m. Uh, 11, 11, 11 a.m. Retailers are starting at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Eastern time. So, get so in make line. sure you get to where you need to be, whether it's you know, Best Neg- Buy. Muffin, or, get in line. Get in line. Get your stuff ready because these things are going to go fast, you guys. They're going to go fast, fast, fast. I mean, my understanding, PS5 is already selling out a lot of these retailers. So they're going quick. So be prepared. 11 a.m. Eastern time next Tuesday. Get to wherever you need to be. Have your computers up. Many multiple pages. F5 that bitch until you can get it to pop up and get your pre-orders in because they're going to go fast. Forge Hammer's got something there for us. Forge Hammer. It's it's how it ages, though. If three or four years from now, how taxing will the games be? That's that's the other question. That's 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 a great great question. question. That's a great question. Great question. Thank you, Forge. As the as the I feel like the Xbox Series S is kind of like that transitional system for people moving from last gen, whether it's like I don't want to say Xbox One X, but a lot of the Xbox One S's or the Xbox One base model. Somebody said to me too, like I'm not worried about a PS5. I just want to wait for the PS5 Pro, and I'm like. Yeah, that, that um, yeah, no. That's too uh, early to even think. I don't, that, I don't right? even get that. But anyways, well, this is why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, like at the same time, like Fort Chamber said, in 
in two years, are they really going to want to cater right. to the Xbox Series S when they have all this, all this overhead and all this power in the Xbox Series X? At some point, you've got to focus on the big one, right? But, I mean, you know, everyone talks about, you know, well, it's like PCs now. That shit scales. You can have it running on the lowest settings. Does, but do you really want to go out and buy a console that's going to be shit? As the as everything progresses, progresses, right, and the PC thing too. But yeah, you're right. I but I mean, and then, and then the PC thing. You know, you guys. I know it's easy to sit there and say it's that simple, and um. But at the same time, when it ha- when when, that, when when they say that, go out and look at developers, and, uh, on Twitter and stuff. It's not that simple. It's right. not as simple as just scaling that shit. You know what I'm saying? So before you pop off and sit there and say, <laughs> "Great nerd voice." <laughs> Actually, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I think it's a great system. But I think Forge Hammer has a legitimate concern. Like, what what is the Xbox Series S's plans? Where is it in Microsoft's plans three to four years from now? Well, that's the thing because th- it almost feels like uh, all the companies these days, even Nintendo at some point, always does. Here's our slimmer version. Yep. Here's our pro version. Yep. Like, you're spending double or whatever you want to say every generation regardless because you got to upgrade or this one broke or whatever and it's it's rare cases but that's the whole thing like it's great now but like now right now all these developers are only like in the first level of the tower of unlocking these things you know mm-hmm. right. when you keep getting better and better you know everything's you know moving up and moving up i mean look at uh look at some of the games that have come out the last gen right now and i'm only using playstation as an example because there hasn't been a lot of big stuff Right now on Xbox that you know first party that's come out. Right. But like look at look at like Last of Us Two, for instance. Mm-hmm. I mean you're watching that and if somebody was like half blinking or half asleep, that looked like you're watching a movie. Right, right. You know, right. even parts of Ghost of Shishima is like you're playing that, you're like, is this a am I watching a movie? Like what's going on here? So, you know, what happens when these, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I get it. Like PCs have been like this for eons, like, you know, crisis comes out and you got every stuff cranked but right. the point is is that casual gamers are still a big piece of the video game market always will be mm-hmm. yeah more and more people can get into pcs because it's more and more affordable right. but pcs also need to be upgraded and tender loved a lot more often than you need consoles but there's that dutch door again because consoles also have a pro version or an upgraded version so you know it really at the end of the day it, it's the accessibility and what people are playing and there's people that live in rural parts of michigan that don't have fucking internet right so that means for PC gaming, especially mm-hmm. online DRM, you can't play PC. You can't have a PC out in the fucking middle valid. of nowhere in the thumb. That's you valid. have to have a console to go home that you don't have to worry about that internet connection. So there's always going to be a market for casual gamers and consoles, and that's just the reality of it. So. Right. No, I get it. I get it. Right. My internet is shit. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not it's not it's different in, in in every individual situation. It's going to be different for everybody. Um, but I mean, like I said, the, the two ninety nine at launch is a very appealing price, and based on the the games that we've seen so far, we've seen uh, Gears, which is important; it's a first party game. Yeah. Uh, we've seen Dirt Five; that's a third party game. We see that this game, these games, can run at a high frame rate at fourteen forty p. That's that's going to look good on a on an eight, you know, a ten eighty display or a fourteen forty p monitor. That's going to look just. They're going to look fucking awesome running at a high frame rate. So you know. I was one of the first people to say, how is this shit going to look? These games are going to look like trash. They have to, right? They don't. Actually, looks pretty good. It actually looks pretty good. And, you know, when you play that game at 4K, but, I mean, the other thing is, though, man, this is a, what, a $200 price difference? I mean, at some point, you're going to have to justify that $200, you know, help hook up the people. I mean, it's got to be more than 4K, right? right. 
I mean, Fort Chamber again, it says you, you don't want your council, which is supposed to last six years, to be dated after three. Like I said, I, I, I can't remember where I read it, but somebody said, um, I don't know if it's in our Discord that we were, were in, but somebody said, if you buy cheap, you buy twice. True. You know, you buy cheap, you buy twice. Nowadays, it seems like if you buy either of them, you're still buying. I mean, because the Xbox One came out at 500, PS4 yep. came out at, you know what I mean? Yep. At four, and then you were still buying Pros and Series Xs eventually. A lot of right. us, not everybody, but a lot of us do that, you know? And, and, you know, and to be honest, I don't know if everyone's totally cool with the way that, that, that Sony and Microsoft did the iteration, uh, the thing, you know, after four, after two or three years, let's bring out another iteration of the, of those actual systems. You know, is that something that people want to put up with again? It hasn't stopped the sales of either console, 110 million uh, units worldwide and 50 million for the other. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there you are. Yeah. And Before Xbox, some people bought three PC Master Race. There's El Blanco, PC Master Race. <laughs> I bought an Xbox One S uh, and an X Prime. I bought all of them too. I bought the yeah. the launch model, yeah. and then I bought the S, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna get the Xbox One X." But I mean, that's 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 us, you know. When, when you're a hardcore gamer, or if you're into tech, if right. you're a hardcore, you're going you're going to spend money. You realize? I've said this before, and I know everyone agrees. Gaming is an expensive fucking hobby. It's a very and if you've got a family, that S model is looking a lot smarter for yeah. you. And it's an expensive fucking hobby. And yes, the hardcore people are like, no, I'm going to buy them all. I don't give a shit. But there are people out there who aren't like that. No. And that's perfectly fine. Yep. Listen, if you've got three kids and they all want an S or, or an X new Xbox, play the new games coming out yeah. for holiday. Especially young kids. Yeah. You know, they just want to play Minecraft Dungeons. Fortnite, you don't need the yeah. $500 model. Yeah, yeah. You don't need Fortnite and fucking 4K <laughs> to enjoy it. So Panic games. The, those kids don't have to eat. Yeah, to hell <laughs> with them. There you go. There you go. I was telling you the other day, man, I can buy all these systems. I got to have to tell my kids, yeah, Santa thought you were dickheads this year, so you didn't get shit. Right, right, right. You got nothing. Hope you, you like Hope you like the Reese's Peanut Butter Trees, asshole. Christmas morning. Mom, where's Dad? He's downstairs playing on one of his six consoles down there because he's a right, loser. Right, yeah. That's why you guys didn't get shit. <laughs> you punch them in the stomach. Kids suck. Oh my goodness gracious! This is speaking. But I mean, for yeah. I mean, like, like I said, eating is a luxury. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. You guys are savage. Happy but candy. I mean, what's everyone think? I mean, what's your guys' thoughts on this? I mean, are you are you are you day one with the Xbox One X or the? See, there we go. Xbox One, Xbox Series X. That is one thing I would like to address. You guys sound. But here's off the thing, there. and I want, is, I want is to ask you this because, boy, there's a lot of people on social media. There is really. I man, so I tell you what, man. Social media has. So many people. fucking armchair just idiots. Oh my god! Uh, you know everyone's like, well, they're you know, oh Xbox. If you can't tell the difference between the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series, again, it comes down to the whole fucking. Yes, you know what it is. You're a hardcore fucking gamer. Right, right, you right. know what you're looking for. Yeah. If you're just some dumbass who's going out to buy his seven year old Jimmy, he oh, I want this. I want the new console. Right. He's gonna go out never game before in his life. His son just took up gaming. Dad goes to the store. He's going to come home with something. There's a high probability he's going to walk in there and be like, hey, I need that Xbox X, the Xbox right. thing. Which one? That's the, that, and that's the thing. It's like in reality, shoppers and consumers, especially when you get it in November, they can't even keep their thoughts straight half the time. When they're out looking for shit, they're not going to know the difference. Mm -hmm. And when you're, when you're trying to have people convey back and forth, it's going to be a mess. That's just the reality of it. Like Xbox One X or Xbox Series X. For consumers, like for all of us and a lot of us in the chat, it don't fucking Boom. matter. But yep. for fucking consumers, that's a big fucking deal. That mixed messaging could cause issues come Christmas morning. Yeah. And 
And, and and it's, you know, don't buy into the bullshit of the people that are going, oh, uh, it's just made up. It's a made up story. I'll listen to the people who work in fucking retail. Yeah. I'm going to listen to people that work in retail yeah. who understand what it's like to deal with fucking customers all day. Not everybody sits on fucking Twitter all day to argue about this shit. People, Twitter is like, a, it's still a very isolated place. It's not everybody. Or, not, de- or debunk announcements. Yeah, they, I mean, it, they, nobody, not everybody fucking yeah, is well well informed as everyone else. Right. You know, and that's why we're here. <laughs> that's <laughs> why <laughs> we're here. We're <laughs> here for yeah. you parents who are too fucking stupid to care about video games. Prime, buy me something for Christmas. There you go. But you're not rich. Pop you're up. going to ask how much does it cost. You'll know which one you're going to buy. With. <laughs> right, 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 right. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, which which Xbox do you want? Uh, do you want this five hundred dollar one or the one that just got cut down to one ninety nine? One ninety nine. Put that bitch in the cart. Cuddles are argued all day, but what is sexy? Ankles or kneecaps? That's actually something we should pull sometime. I believe that's a good discussion. That's a valid, valid point. That's a really good discussion. But I mean, everyone. I mean, what's who's uh, in the chat? Show of hands. Who's picking up an Xbox, either a one, Xbox One X or an Xbox Series X or both? Yeah, if you're getting both, that's cool too. That's cool. We're if you want to flex, you want to flex to be like, I'm getting one for every yeah. fucking room in the house. Flex, dude. Let's go. King Cuddles isn't getting any because he's eating too much Arby's. He's spending all of his money Jack on booze. I get Jack. it. Yeah, we know. Prime's got both hands up. That's yeah, hot. Yeah, that's... That's great. That's that's great. Cap says nay. I didn't realize nay was in there. Wenzilla says zero. Wenzilla's got zero. Wenzilla just needs to get internet. <laughs> right, that's right, right, right. You're still playing on a, on a Vita. Whatever tone is buying me. Man, oh, what, what well, the fuck are you buying me something? What? I bought you fucking beer, dude. Chill out. Uh, yeah, that's true. I give you a hand. Well, anyways, can't cut into the board game budget. PS5 all day. PC Master Race. 1X for Gumby. Well, 1X. Gumby's getting a 1X. Now, did you mean 1X or a Series X? Or did you, are you saying one Series X? See? See? We're already confused. We're confused! We're damage, Xbox Series me. X. Okay, there <laughs> we go. Gotta get two for the kids. Shit. Tricky Regions is gonna be... Uh, yeah, his kids aren't getting shit. Well, that's all they're getting for Christmas. He's getting two Xbox Series Xs. Man, Tricky, you're a great dad. Yeah, Tricky, you'd be my daddy, Trick. My, my, my kid, what does he want to play? He wants to play Hello Neighbor upstairs on the stadia. Cool. Go up there and play that shit. Yeah, yeah go, go knock the dust play up that Hello Neighbor upstairs, little man. It's funny watching him play. He won't go in the house because he's scared to shit. That's what you were saying last time I was here. He's scared to fucking death of the neighbor. He sits out in the road and kicks the ball around all day. He walks up to the house and the neighbor runs out and he's like, oh, and he runs back and just stands in the street. It's fucking, fucking absolutely hilarious. Five Nights at Freddy. He's, been pl- he's probably got like 40 hours under his belt, hasn't opened one door in the house. There's an achievement for ball kicking. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely hilarious to watch. But uh, no, I'm very, very happy with, um, with, with, with what we saw here. <laughs> I want to see. Lincoln. What's that? Said that, Tone. I got a crispy link with your name that? on it. Uh, that is, oh, I can't. Way, that's a weird. That's a dark name. It's way the hell. That's over a here. weird color. Yeah, that's a. Weird oh, it's a remini- reminisce. Oh, rem, rem, rem. Yeah, I'm a lawyer, bro. I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. But uh, no, I'll be what getting Xbox Series X. I'm pre-ordering next week. I got. I, I'm a tech whore. You know, I gotta have the latest. I gotta you have are. the hottest tech, and Billies, I want to see everything. Yeah, I want to see these games at their their maximum. Uh, and so I'll be definitely picking one of those up as well. So really, really excited for that. But nine four ninety nine, but two ninety nine, is a really hot price. Yep. But but, gentlemen, but, we had another show today. We did. And you know what? I didn't even think about it until I saw the pricing and actually thought about it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Let's talk about that. We're gonna move on from the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S pre-orders next Tuesday. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Eastern, Eastern time, time, launching November 10th. So if you're literally, if you're on the West Coast, it will be like fucking 8 o'clock for you. So 
if you're somehow on the West Coast, hopefully you're fine due to the fires. But Ooh. yes, make sure that yeah, how's that? That's how's really that? good. Make sure you you figure out your time zones and your retailers to get your Xbox. It's gonna be hot. All right, moving on. Today, at 4 p.m. Eastern time, we finally heard. We finally heard from Sony regarding all things PlayStation Five. All things. We got to see games. We got to see gameplay. We got to get a price. We got a date. We got all that shit. And we're going to dive into that right now. First of all, PlayStation 5 disc version. The one with the disc drive. $499. Matching the Xbox Series X. $499. Old pricing. No undercut like 2013. No, No undercut. But the PS5 digital edition. Same specs as the PlayStation 5. We don't know memory though, right? Same specs okay. as the PlayStation 5. Same ter- same amount of RAM, or I'm sorry, uh, same amount of storage. Right. Identical, but without a disk drive, 399 Now, at first you're thinking, oh, wow, that's, that's still 100 more than the cheap Xbox at 1S, but the same specs as the base, as the big PS5. Right. That's the $100 big piece dollars that. less. Right. Than the Xbox One, uh, Xbox Series X. It's impressive. That's impressive. I mean, I thought for sure it was going to be four ninety nine for the base, and then three. Uh, I'm sorry, four forty nine for the discless. Now we were seeing rumors today up until uh, so there's a lot of stuff going around before. I'm right there with Jay McKenzie. Fuck discs. You know what? When I was younger, I used to love going out to like Best Buy. For like, I remember the Modern Warfare 2 launch was one of the most exciting nights of my life. It was so fun. Lines were crazy that night. Freezy and I went out there. We sat in line for like three hours, dude. We were both hyped about Modern Warfare 2. This dude in front of us was like, man, I just built up my fucking rig. I just built up a PC to play this shit. This guy is jacked in front of us for Modern Warfare 2. He's hyped. We were listening to him for like two hours as we're making our way up. Dude, it was at Best Buy. We were over by like, um, was it? Uh, As Guitar Center, like around the corner. Oh, around the corner, like past wow, the DMV. Dude, it was, it was huge. That's a, that's a okay, it was huge. This guy's like, man, I fucking got this PC. I built it. I can't wait to own fucking fools tonight. So like, oh, man, that sounds dope, dude. We're just playing on PS3s. We go through this line. We finally get in at like 1235 or something like that. They're letting people in and all this stuff. And this dude's in front of us. He's, and they're like, well, when are you getting Xbox or uh, PS3? And he's like, I'm getting on PC. This, the, the guy goes, dude, the PC version ain't coming out tonight. PC version ain't out yet. This motherfucker waited in line for two hours, flexing about his fucking rig, dude. That shit wasn't even out that night. Do your homework. And I remember <laughs> the guy turned around and Freezy looks at him and goes, later, man. Have a good night, bro. <laughs> Freezy. Just moved right up and got ours. But I mean, dude, I am past the midnight launches for games. I don't want to do any of that shit. Dude. I just want to come home, turn on my system, the games downloaded. I don't want my I don't want to fucking get up and swap out discs. I don't want to do any of that shit. So I am hyped for the digital version. But I want to get you guys' thoughts, everyone in the chat as well. So we got a lot of Pricing. great stuff going on here that I want to so Jay oh, Hill get says I was gonna ask. I haven't been in the game myself for a while. What's the point of disc now? And Forge, exactly what he said. That's the, so, so in 15 years, he can still own it if he wants. So now, I don't mind buying a lot of digital stuff on the low. Mm-hmm. I buy some games on digital. Marvel was one of them. Uh, sometimes the, the, the pre-order bonuses are better. Yep. Like Predator, I got digital. But there are a lot of games. So I'm a collector. Right. I am a... I, 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 every gen, I save 
15 or less like disc games for that gen collecting reason to move on. It's always going to be something in me regardless of any any system, even PC. Some of my, uh, you know, because you can't find discs anymore. But that that's that that's it for me. I want a disc drive. I want that ability because I do trade games in mm-hmm. sometimes. But I like to have that little collection. It's it's as somebody who's literally an adult child and still buys toys and action figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's 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 something that feels I've got ownership on it. I don't have that with digital. Right. And it's a, and it's a it's a mental no. thing for me. So it's gonna be hard. I think it's gonna be harder for you than you think. Because you love those steel bookcases, and maybe it won't be. Actually, I've come to terms to that. I okay. am tired of buying collector's editions just for a fucking steel book. Okay, that's fair. Um, and I do still use a rotary phone. It's very. <laughs> I, I mean, it just sounds I, it just sounds cool when you. I know. Hey, King, what are you doing? Uh, oh, you're drinking? Go figure. Uh, yeah, I dig it. Uh, but everyone, what's your thoughts on the price? I mean, what do you think on the price? I think that I mean, obviously the four ninety nine one that makes sense. You the, keep it in line. I was hoping because I loved the drama of the consoles, even though I try to stay out of it as much as possible. You're more into the business side of the drama, watching like two t- like two publishers kind of go right, at right, right, right. Not so much the I, yeah, bullshit I, that goes on with the with the with the communities. Correct. Thank you. Yeah. That's a, thank you. That's perfect. Yeah, I don't give a shit about fucking fanboys, but I like watching two juggernauts like go at it and going <laughs> right. so when the rumors were hitting earlier on on twitter about some of the uh pricing for the potential ps5 and i was seeing 450 you're like that would be fucking sweet that yep. would create disarray and blah 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 and then after the price is announced you're like okay that's still fair because yes 100 bucks cheaper it's an expensive disc drive sure however we aren't talking about like disc drives from 2006 anymore like you know what i mean like they are cheaper but that's a lot of fucking, you know, that's a lot of money that probably goes into creating those in these kind of systems that play right. 4K, UHD, HDR, et cetera, et cetera, Blu-rays now. Mm-hmm. So I'm finding the pricing. It, it's it's spot on with, uh, you know, MS. And honestly, at the end of the day, if you're going to be like us, we're going to have both systems. If you're more of a Sony guy or more of an Xbox guy or gal, you're going to buy whatever you're going to buy regardless. And the pricing is really not going to matter to you at yep. the end of the day. You know, for me, it seems fair. It is what it is. It's it's not six hundred dollars like some people are saying. Oh, it's gonna be six hundred dollars because it costs much. It was never gonna be six hundred dollars mm-hmm. because that number ruined the PS3. Right. So here we are. No, and, and Forge makes a good point there. You know, he owns he owns Blu-rays, and while the PlayStation Four Pro doesn't play Blu-rays, the PlayStation Five disc version will play Blu-rays. Four K, excuse me. Four K, four K Blu-rays. 4K. Yes, four K Blu-rays. So that's kind of a good thing right there. That's that's important to know. But the PS4 Pro does not. The Xbox One X does, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons I was I, I was kind of like not cool with selling that one that I had or trading it in. I was like, man, I don't know if I want to trade it in. But at the same time, I get most of my stuff through Apple, so I always have a digital anyways sure. through through my Apple TV. But at the same time, everyone knows that even if you stream stuff, it's not quite on par with watching it on a disc. You know, if you stream something 4K HDR, yes, it looks great. When you put a fucking disc in a Blu-ray player, a 4K Blu-ray player, you can just kind of see it. So I'm going to be really, I'm going to be that guy a bit on this. And here's part of the reason, because that is a big piece of it that Forge says for me, because I buy, I really don't buy a lot of Blu-rays anymore Mm -hmm. uh, because of all the streaming services. And the ones I do buy are literally, I'm, I'm not kidding when I say this, pretty limited to Star Wars, Marvel, and some Godzilla stuff once in a while. And maybe like, oh, look, Matrix or Alien has a new update or Friday, that Friday the 13th this set that's coming out. I'm getting that. Right. I like those physicals because when you have a large screen TV like I do, 75 mm-hmm. inches, 
you can fucking tell the difference between a streaming that's in 4K and a disc. Yep, and trust sure me, can. you sure really can. can. And yep. it's a big deal for me. And it's not because I'm trying to be a smartass. It's a serious nuance when you've got a large screen and you want to be able to see as much capability of that can uh, produce as possible. So. No, I get what you're saying there, but I mean, at, at, like I said, at, at the end of the day, though, man, I just I, I need a digital version. The digital version is a better for me because it's not only is a hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah, I, I've I've gone fully digital pretty much for like the last like four or five months. I'd be like, you know, yeah, I'm seems done like with you that. Kind of have, yeah, because oh, yeah. man, I mean, I have a sweet collection of steelbook cases, and I'm really happy about that. And the thing is, honestly, if you go on eBay, people are selling steelbook cases. You can go on there and buy a steelbook case and still save, you know, not drop two hundred dollars right. on a collector's edition where that same steel same steelbook case is. But excuse me, um, yeah, I just, I, I, it's just easier for me where I don't have to go out at midnight or even, even sometimes they do like nine o'clock releases. I just want to sit home, start preloading that thing two or three days before it comes we counted out. down Avengers to the fucking second oh, that yeah, night yeah, too, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, and and just being able to download stuff and then come home and be like, dude, I'm gonna play this game. And then yeah. with the way these and systems, I get that. you know what's interesting is we didn't really get much of a UI dive today. I was really hoping for like a feature. I system, like wanted a, more, than, but I'm guessing over the next few weeks. But we didn't get a lot of shit in this trailer. But somehow that shit started leaking out yeah. after the fact. True. We sat there and you know we're watching this and this thing unfold. And we're like, man, this you know we're getting close. We're cutting it down in time. Like, man, we ha- right, right. we have like three minutes left. Like, where is the fucking System teardown. You know, where, where's, where, where's like the user interface? Where are we going to see the menus? We don't get any of that shit. We got none of the UI. And that's the thing. Like, I got a feeling the UI of the PS5 is going to be pretty much the PS4. I really yeah, I mean, think it's I mean, if, be pretty if you look at If you look at the PlayStation Store on the PS3, it was almost basically the same on the PS4, only it ran fucking good. Do you remember using the PS3 Store? Uh, like, it was fucking it was terrible. An absolute disaster. Their entire, so, so the cross-media bar on the PS3 was like convoluted as fuck. You had one line, and it had, like, you'd hit something, and, like, 75 things drop down, and then each one, 75, you're like, motherfucker. Yeah, dude, disaster. But then the PS4 took that, simplified it, and it was, you know, for much me, faster, it was, yeah, much, much faster. faster. So, um, and I don't think we've seen much UI of the Xbox. We haven't, we haven't seen much of it See, neither of them. So, so, now that we got pricing, let's start seeing the fucking UI. Let's get out there, guys. Microsoft, Sony, if you're both paying attention, listen Which to this. Which they're not. You're definitely not. <laughs> uh, if Jim Ryan is in here watching this video, we've arrived. Yeah, where you at, Phil? <laughs> what up? What up? Um, uh, some funny stuff. So I really like the fact that the the, the chat is all over the place with digital and that's disc. a good conversation. I saw I, think that's a really I good saw digital is more earth friendly out of Drastin. Uh, Forge <laughs> says he wishes it was still nineteen ninety nine only because we want to hear that Prince song over and over and never gets old. Oh, uh, it never gets old. Uh, Forge does quote uh, Charlton Heston. Take this from my cold dead hands. That's good <laughs> shit. Good shit. Love it. Love it. Yeah, love it. Thank you. Thank you. Bravo. Uh, Sony. Let's make the user want to rip his dick off while using our UI. Prime Gaming is also drunk and has no idea what yeah, he's Prime, talking about. He's, this is well past his bedtime. Um, he's drunk and delusional. The 360 dashboard. Yes. The 360 dashboard that had the blades was still one of my favorite UIs, and I could have, like, themes for it. So I remember I had a, a Transformers one which had, like, Decepticons. Prime, you're right. Megatron and stuff like that, too. But, yeah. Prime I, I says PS3 dash was booty. It absolutely yeah, was. This, it was really laggy. This ear thing is making my ear itch. Can you, can you stop being a whiny bitch about it? Nope. Oh, he's going to be a whiny bitch, guys. Congratulations. But I was really happy with the pricing. $400 for me to get back into gaming is way better than 800 or whatever some rumors were. Uh, yeah, Josh, here's the thing, man. Like, oh, no, they can you, talk Brian. about gotcha. how they can talk about how beefy these systems are with their specs. Both of these publishers know. Stay the fuck away from 600 You got to stay away from 600 dude. 
You can't go 600. 500. If you are a console developer, 500 you, is that limit. You you would do like 579 at best or worse because there's no way you're hitting that six. Boom. Like Prime said, $600 it's, is a death sentence. Yep, it, it clearly is because at that point, then you should just buy a PC. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you should start thinking about it. But I mean, they, yeah, yeah, they put so enough. much hype behind the cell processor and the PS3. Like, oh, it, it needs it. But I mean, you know what's interesting? Uh, Tidix on there said the PS3, the cost of putting that together was $850. That's why they had to sell it at $600. $850. They were, they were losing $250 each console. And they weren't selling them. Yeah, they weren't selling them. That was a shit. problem. That was a huge problem. Ugh. PS3 was $850 to put together, and they still sold it at $600. I mean, I think the base, the other one that was like $500, wasn't it? I think there was the 80 gig that had backwards so, compatibility. So the, so the original 20, 40, and 80s all had, were backwards compatible, and you could tell the difference because the original, those four had four USB ports. Right. That's yeah. how you know they had full, full built-in PS2s, yep. and that's why they were so expensive because – they literally put a PS2 inside a PS3, mm-hmm. whereas later down the road it was more of an emulation setup. So, like the 80 gig that had two USB ports emulated those games on a, on a different level, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, so now we talked a little. Bit, let's talk about some of the games we saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some hot shit in there, but I, now here's here's kind of like I will say this: there was a there was some hot stuff in there. There was some really hot stuff, stuff that we kind of heard rumors about. The main one being Final Fantasy 16. That was definitely a rumor we heard about a month ago. Yeah, this started popping up. We were like, hey, Sony might have done something with Square Enix. Rumor has it Final Fantasy 16 is going to be exclusive to the console. Now, obviously, they're saying this is a console exclusive for now. We don't know what that means. It could be PC. It could be another. This gen will be the same as last gen. Well, we're just not going to know what the fuck console exclusive means. Listen, anymore. when you're when you're doing these shows, it's all bells and whistles. And, and honestly, and, and that's part of it. Dude. It's all about selling your console. Yes. You, you got to make it sound like this is an exclusive. End of story. End of story. Now, whether or not this comes to PC or even Xbox Series X, we have no fucking clue. But but here's the thing: we all know that. Most of us know that. There's a lot of people out there who are going to say, "Oh, Final Fantasy 16 is only on PS5." I'm going to buy PS5. Marketing. Yeah, that's all it deal. is, man. All the hardcore know it. The hardcore know there's a pop, a prob, a decent probability. I want to say hi. There's a good probability this is going to show up somewhere else. Yeah. But in the meantime, everyone knows PS5 or PS5, Final Fantasy 16, linked up. And there's, and it's just like uh, when you when you stop and think about it too. Like Square Enix is a Japanese based in Japan yep. company. So yep. they've always had a working relationship with Sony, much like Ubisoft and many times in the past has had a of course there i don't believe they're actually american soil either but they've had a really good working relationship with xbox so you know sometimes these companies warm up differently or somebody's paying some money out where that 750 million dollars went that sony paid out to somebody was it final fantasy we really don't know yet where that money went it still could be an announcement coming we don't know for sure but i don't think final fantasy is that much money i really don't like i still think it's something else that we don't know yet but you know uh it's it's a big it's a big announcement regardless. What do you think of that trailer? I thought the trailer looked awesome. Um, I definitely love Final Fantasy games more so than not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked fucking cool. Mm-hmm. It looked very like... Uh, somebody said it looked like 15. I don't remember who said it kind of looked like still like 15. I didn't necessarily agree with that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. But I still got a lot of like that like all over the place vibe. Like, yeah, a little bit of that 15 vibe. They got that kind of action-y feel to where they've been kind of going... 
more of the actiony sense in Final Fantasies and the actual straight up turn base, right? Like a la the remake seven, which is fine. Um, Better than the Dragon Age trailer, absolutely. <laughs> Here's your wireframes and concept art. Hey, look, we're the camera's rolling through the woods. <laughs> oh, look! Here's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's the developer sitting in the Fucking, woods playing with his nuts. Great. See, King knows how to trigger me. I know he does. That's why I'm glad he's here. That's why. That's why cuddles. It's gonna be do cuddles in 2021, baby. Meh. Totally. Uh, but we also saw. Uh, we finally saw a good gameplay segment from Spider-Man Miles Morales. That was now, pretty fucking dope. I have not played much, much of Spider-Man on PS4. I've not played much of it. But that com... No, no, God, no. You beat it, and you, you planted that shit because you're a fucking goofball. But <laughs> I want to get your thoughts on the combat because that combat looked fucking wild. How, did it compa- how does that compare visually anyways? You haven't played it. How does it compare to what you played in the first one? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Prime. You're going to be more the person to lean on this. Uh, Miles is what makes him unique is some of his abilities, I think, and how he fights. And they showcase that with the electricity, which was a big deal. I think Magus was talking about that, too, earlier. Um, it looked still very similar. It looked more like it was in – it literally looked like the same game to some degree. Prime says, yeah, he does have more abilities than Parker. Right, right. And the electricity is part of that. Now, I'm I'm not super versed in – miles and comics i've actually never read like his comics honestly mm-hmm. um but i do know that he's got like he says different abilities in that the combat looked very smooth it looked very much the same just the lightning i think almost throws you off because you're not like if you're not very versed in miles you don't know that's probably going to be a thing kind of right. you know um but it still looks pretty much similar it just i'll be honest like when i'm watching it it looked really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like it just looked really fucking good. So, as far as the combat, it didn't look any different. It looked like it's going to be pretty much the same. You're just going to be playing like an extension of the game, better graphics with Miles' gameplay, which mm-hmm. is going to just be a little bit more tweaked than uh, Parker's. It looked pretty dope. I thought it looked really, really. I good. thought it was funny. I made a comment. I'm like, oh, it's kind of funny how Avengers starts out on the bridge, and so does uh, Miles' game here on the bridge. And he did do one classic thing. I do want to point this out. We were kind of clowning about it in, in a good way. Is that Every time something Spider-Man comes up, what is there always going on? There's always a scene of him flexing and flexing. holding yeah, some sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You saw in the original, was it Spider-Man 2 or 3? Where he's you on saw Toby do the train. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, you yeah. see, and I don't know if Garfield did it in his movies. I didn't watch those garbage peaches of shit. But I do know Tom Holland did the boat. And then you could see Miles do it in this with the uh, parts of the bridge. Pretty fucking sweet. That's rad. I think, yeah, I That's think he, does it, yeah, he it. does it in two with the train. And I want to say he does it in the first one when he's hanging off the bridge and he's holding on to the people in the, um, that are hanging yeah, off like the bridge. Yeah, like a train car or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 I yeah. think he does another flex like that, too. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm very hyped to play Miles, too. Miles, like, there's a lot of things in comics and a lot of in that medium you got to be careful because people are very, very, uh, you know, Mega if, says Garfield did it too. Okay, go figure. <laughs> um, uh, the great thing about Miles is that he is a he's a character of color, and that's yep. very important. So yep. he's there's a lot of representation there. Yep. And sometimes comic book people stumble when they try to have people represent a mm-hmm. little bit of everybody. Yep. And they have never done that with Miles. They've treated it very well. It's been very good for everybody. He's a great character. I think a lot of comic book fans have always kind of just accepted it and kind of embraced it. He's an awesome, awesome character, and I'm. I just think it's 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 very big and very exciting to say 
instead of just doing another Peter Parker Spider Man, that we're doing a piece that's focusing on fucking Miles Morales. He's a he's it's he's a great fucking kid. It's just it's it's fucking and it's exciting. dope because it's we've seen that now from two big Marvel games. I mean Kamala Khan. Muslim lead is leads the charge it's, through Avengers. Yeah, yeah. and she's awesome. an amazing character. She's a fucking amazing character. You get to yeah, because you get to see a character who literally is just a fan at one point. Yep, and all of a sudden gets hit with Terrigen Mist, becomes an inhuman, and has to and, and still believes in something bigger. So you know the, these these games like this and everything when it comes to comics, there's always a lesson. Yep, and and like if you can't if you're not getting the message, pay attention a little bit better. You know, and that, that that's what made Kamala pretty cool. Yeah, I thought I thought that was great, and I'm really excited for uh, Miles. Now, what's interesting with, uh, and I didn't realize this, but the PS5 box, and I don't have a picture of it, but the PS5 box from Miles Morales, the Ultimate Edition, has a remastered Spider-Man. I don't replay the a lot of games. The original one is remastered for PS5, though. How is that thing going to look and run? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Like the one that came on PlayStation 4? It says it on the box. It says this is Miles Morales, but it also has a remastered version of Spider-Man PS4. I don't replay a lot of games, but I might be wanting to play that again. See, now that I'm game about good. not playing mine because I haven't finished it. So I'm like, well, I might as well just wait till this yeah, comes out. And there's well, my single-player game, the game because I don't know how long Miles Morales' version. How, I don't know if this. Uh, I mean, it's, well, here's huge. the thing: man, it's sixty-nine ninety-nine. We're going to talk about the pricing here in a minute, but it does mention on the box, and I'll show you where you can see. I can't. I wish I could post it. Interesting. Interesting, but I will show it to uh, Tone for uh, confirmation. Right here on the box, I'll see. Um, PS Five includes. Oh my God, this is a pick of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my. Oh, I'm doing a Chris Evans on you. Hey guys, look at my junk. <laughs> right, no, right, right here though. If you got, I, I'm sorry, I apologize, but right here it says includes oh. Spider-Man Remastered for sixty nine ninety nine. That's interesting how that shake out. That's the Especially ultimate digital edition. versions of the original Spider-Man. Now, can you get that as well? Well, we don't, let's not get too. Thank you. There you go. There Thank you go, you, Cuddles. Appreciate you, Cuddles. Love you. But uh, no, that's that's dope. And like I said, I I was thinking about making Spider-Man one of the games I'm going to jump into once I finish Ghost of Tsushima. But now I'm just going to wait because if it, there's an ultimate edition that's going to have everything in it, we're going to play it. What? Doesn't play games. Shut the fuck. How's Final Fantasy games, VII Remake going? Awesome, bro. That'll be right after Ghost is done. Oh, well, cool. Just like Spider-Man's going to be after Ghost for me, you fucking lowlife. Yeah, but I beat games more Shut than you. Shut the hell up. I do. You suck. I do. You suck. I do. Whatever. I do. You play Telltale games and you run with those. Well, I, I beat Telltale games. Telltale games. I hate reading. Oh, God damn it, Prime. <laughs> hey, did you Just to talk about it. And Cuddles oh. brought it up earlier. Man, how about that uh, Silent Hill reboot, huh? Bum, bum, ba, bum, bum. <laughs> Asshole. No Silent Hill reboot. No, it, so, uh, okay, we can spiral wherever you want to go with this, but I want to say overall, this showcase, I said this earlier, and I wanna, I'm going to say this out loud <coughs> before I choke on my tongue, apparently. Uh, I thought it was underwhelming. Ooh, I, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to go as far as saying it was underwhelming. I liked a lot of stuff they saw, we saw early on, but once we got to Deathloop, a game that I'm really interested in. That looks fucking cool. It looks dope, but I was like, nah. I didn't need that here. Didn't need that here. I and then as soon as we saw Fortnite and Silent Hill, or I'm not I'm sorry, not Silent, not Silent Hill, Resident Evil 8, I was just like, kind of already seen this shit. That, that's my point. Like, yeah. I want, and you know, like, I, listen, I'm a big fan of single player 
RPGs and single yes, player yes, games. Yes, I yep. want to play that kind of stuff. I play a lot of that kind of games. Multiplayer games are kind of like with certain groups of y'all, and that's about it. But I, I, I really wanted more. Like I wanted more games, and I know we were pro- we're probably going to get more down the road. But I just felt like we didn't see anything about the Silent Hill. We didn't see about thing about the Resistance. Potential what else stuff. did we see? Tone. SOCOM. For fuck's sake! Like, what if they even gave a SOCOM two remake? Like at the very least, like anything. We didn't see any of that, and there's been so much buzz, and, re- and that's my fault because of my expectations, right? I set a a standard of expectations, you know, on myself, and we didn't see things I want. So I felt very, very underwhelmed by that. I wanted, oh. I wanted more. I just wanted more. That's all I wanted. I wanted, I wanted more than Final Fantasy sixteen saying it's exclusive, like. Devil May Cry 5 with all the goodies, big fucking whoop. I mean, I know people like that series, but it's not a hard-hitting series to me. Like, it's it looks good. Capcom's engine's amazing. I think their games look fucking crisp, mm-hmm. but I don't fucking care about it. And the five people out there that might want to play Devil May Cry, well, good for you, but I want them more. Yeah. No, Prime Gaming just says, what, what even is SOCOM? You watch your whore mouth, okay? <laughs> you watch your whore mouth. It's the better version of Halo. How's that? It's a better version of Halo. Uh, but um, isn't the most recent SOCOM on Vita? No, that was Unit 13. And honestly, God, Unit 13. You said that was awesome. That was a fucking sweet-ass game. That yeah. was actually Zipper's final game. That was their last game. Because they did SOCOM uh, 4, which was a total travesty. And then they did Not Unit 13, fault. which was fucking awesome on Vita. It was really, 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 really fucking good. No, I was really bummed not to see a SOCOM. I mean, we, we there was a lot of stuff that had been talked about prior to the stream uh, that that you know, SOCOM was in the top, and they could it could still be, it could still be. But I'm guessing maybe this is something that you know, Gorilla Games, their second team, we don't know what they're working on. Well, we know they're do- well, yeah, yeah, we don't. But we don't know, know what they're working on, but we know who the fuck they hired. We know who right, they right, brought like, in. Where, like, well, what have they been doing? They've been working on it for three or four years now. Like, much more. What, what, what more do you need? I, I mean, I Christ, apparently Horizon Zero Dawn's coming out next year, and that was like this is about three years after the last one. Yeah. What the fuck is SOCOM, yo? Gorilla Games. Where the fuck is SOCOM? Rahala! Rahala! Throwing grenades and shit. Man, what a great fucking game, man. That was my first video game. It was a launch title, man. Unit 13 was incredible. The co-op in that game was sweet. It was a third-person shooter. It was really, really good. I hope this comes out right, but it's always a challenge for the console maker who led the previous generation to not get caught flat-footed the following gen because it's hard to let go of that money base, so they tend to have an underwhelming launch lineup because of it. Let's talk about that launch lineup. We know now. First party speaking, these are the games we can expect at launch on PlayStation 5. Astro's Playroom. Free, isn't it? Uh, yep, and pre-installed on the PlayStation 5 from Japan. Japan Studio is busy. That was the one that everyone was thinking. Japan Studio is working on Silent Hill, but now they're working on Astro's Playroom, and they're working on Dark so- or Demon Souls with Bluepoint. Astro's Playroom. Oh, beautiful. Pre-installed. Demon Souls, Blue Point Games, Japan Studio, sixty nine ninety nine, $70 <laughs> title, launch. But yeah. that's a great launch title because that trailer was fucking dope. That game looks really good, 60 frames. Here's the thing, man. When you watch the, when you watch the live stream on Twitch, it was 1080p, 30 frames. Go over to PlayStation's YouTube channel. They have a lot of those trailers up there for at 60 frames. So m- many of the games that were at 30 frames on the, tra- on the stream are 60 frames over there. Destruction All-Stars, which looks amazing. I'm all about Destruction Derby. That was one of the first games I played on the PlayStation 1. Destruction that All-Stars, which, did, which is weird. It didn't show up at all on the stream. No. I mean, I would have loved to have seen that over fucking Fortnite. Devil May Cry 5. I'd, I'd Devil rather May see Cry this 5 over Ultimate that. Edition. That was yeah. wild out of nowhere. 
But Destruction All Star sixty nine ninety nine. Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales is forty nine ninety nine for Miles Morales. The Ultimate Edition seventy dollars. That's going to get you the Spider Man Remaster mm. and Miles Morales. That's fair. And then Sackboy, A Big Adventure, $59.99. It's funny to think, dude, in 2020, $59.99 is now your budget title. You said sack. <laughs> um, so. That's a decent lineup. Well, first, first party. I'm first surprised Knack 3 isn't on there, but we're getting Sackboy. Mark so Cerny's still working on it. He's not going to rush this one. What, Mark Cerny is going to make Knack 3. A, I'm, I have no fucking clue what he's working on. I'll Shut just up. say that out loud. Uh, but, um, but solid first party launch titles. Solid. I mean, really solid. I mean, you got Marvel, you got you got Spider Man and Demon Souls, two games that are revered. I mean, people. I mean, is love Demon Souls games. considered first party because Japan Studios working on it? Japan Studio is Sony. Okay. Yeah, that, that's that's first party title. And, and and at the end of the trailer, it mentions that you know uh, during the stream it said limited time, whatever, coming to PC. Sony has since come out and said, no, that's not fucking happening. It's 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 a PS5 exclusive. Now, whether or not that holds true, who knows? But oh, we've had people all day debunking this stuff, so it's all good. <laughs> Dude's going to hate Knack 3. He hates 3s. You're goddamn right, Cap. Uh, King, don't even start. Yeah, you're get about King, to start King, King sorry, here we start. go. Yeah, yeah, King's yeah. going to demand a speed um, 3 you know, at some point. Honestly, like, okay, that's great and all, but I'm going to be that guy. Be uh, object- I'm trying to be objective, okay? Yep. But... I mean, Sp- Spider Man is great, but okay, Demon Souls is a remake. Day one title, puzzle. but now, now you gotta understand something. When okay. Blue Point remakes a game, that which is fine, but I'm not gonna fucking play that game, so I don't care about it. Because yeah, like, that's it the other looks, thing. It's a it niche. Awesome. It's a niche. Yeah. It's a niche. Title. It looks awesome. Yeah. I respect every single motherfucker on this earth that plays it, unless you're pretentious about it. Cool. I will break a fucking controller and break three walls in my house <laughs> trying to play that shit. You can just pay pay twenty bucks for Splunky too and get the same experience. Fucking pervert, but <laughs> I just I like that lineup doesn't get me excited. And honestly, but but honestly, PS4 lineup didn't. Get, well, PS4 kind of did because even though I never really got Killzone Shadowfall was a fucking atrocity. Yeah, but it still at least had a name. You know what I mean? There was still a name there. Knack. I did not play Knack. I can tell you that right okay, away. First of all, Killzone but, Shadowfall's name isn't nearly as big as Spider Man or. That's Demon's. true, but I'm just saying, like launch launch windows on consoles. The the titles are never really. Mm-hmm. exciting and that's because i am somebody who plays first party fucking games yep. i've okay so miles his add-on who knows how big the game is is not really like a full-blown new game right you know what i mean so for me like i that's why i wanted that's why it was underwhelming for me i wanted some crazy like saying oh fucking socom's dropping that day or you know uh dragon age or which clearly is never going to happen anytime right. soon yeah. from You're the trees of 2024 but you know what i mean like even xbox in that sense like there's not a lot of big titles that they're they're relying as always on these launches on a little bit more on uh third party titles and that's fine it's just not really my bag you know at speaking the end of, of the day, uh third party titles uh call of duty the alpha for Black Ops 4 Alpha multiplayer drops That this got weekend. a lot of fanboys fucking heated. Did you oh, see that? Everything does, dude. Everything does. Ooh, that was everything that was, that does. Was, yeah, and you know, and I want to talk about that for a moment. The Final Fantasy 16. Right, Forge. That's fucking right. What do you we say? got a need for speed. Me, Forge, Cappadocian, and like eight of us in my house when PS4 dropped. The first weekend that came out, after so the, the system launched like a midweek or whatever. That following weekend, we had a party at my house, and everybody mm-hmm. brought their TVs and PS4s, mm-hmm. and we did a, a Need for Speed online play with everybody. Mm-hmm. And like two of us, me and Cappadocian, spent all week 
leveling up our cops to like level 20 something because all these fuckers were playing as the regular cars and doing 20 <laughs> so we could smash and bust them up it was a fucking blast uh brian says starting Good out with final so. fantasy 16 in the showcase was a big dick move that was a big flex that yeah was it, was, big flex. it was well it's definitely no potato faces on that one so it was a big flex to run with that one first yeah and you know at the end of the day man look here's my thoughts on that does it suck that xbox people can't play it yes do these third-party marketing deals suck yes but you know what Microsoft's going to make some kind of an announcement down the road where they're going to buy something up. And all the same people who are pissed about this Final Fantasy thing right now are going to be the same people that are going to be jerking off the Xbox deal. Or pissed about Spider-Man thing. You know who to blame for this shit, you guys? You. Every one of you, myself included, that buys these third-party fucking exclusive games, these timed exclusives, your fault. Deal with it. I'm tired of that shit. I'm so tired. Of, I'm tired of going on fucking social media and seeing, oh, that's bullshit. Oh, or the other side, oh, that's a good get. And then when it switches up, it changes. And it just changes the narrative. Grow the fuck up. It's your fault. Done yelling. All right. Done yelling. Because I'm freaked out, for one. <laughs> Two. Two. Uh, yeah, the Harry Potter game looked like a PS2 game. I didn't give it No, any- you know, the thing is, man, the Harry Potter game. And I, I thought I was intrigued for a moment. Then I realized J.K. Rowling is just an absolute horrible human being. And I feel really bad. I feel really bad because Avalanche is working on this game. Mad Max Avalanche. A hell of a developer. A hell of a developer. Yeah, yeah, that game doesn't get enough love either. That thing, unless fucking J.K. Rowling. Yeah, unless Harry, J.K. Rowling comes out and says, just kidding, I'm not really a fucking scumbag. That game is going to be really, really tough to sell. And I feel really bad. I feel really bad because Avalanche is a fucking hell of a yeah. studio. They make great fucking games, you guys. Avalanche makes great fucking games, and they're tied to Harry Potter, which is tied to fucking J.K. Rawlings. Good luck. That's a shame. That's a shame because it looked cool. It looked really cool. But, man, talk about the wrong game to put out in a showcase right now with all the shit that J.K. Rawlings has been saying lately. Bad move, dude. Bad move. Not a good look. Uh, not a good look at all. Not a good look at all, and it's un- it's unfortunate. So, I mean, well, I mean, they get paid. Uh, they get paid prime, but they could get paid a lot more. They could get paid a lot more, and it's just not going to happen. Uh, good evening, Ravenloft. No idea what you're talking about with J.K. Just just go ahead and Google J.K. Rawlings, and you'll find out. You'll find out, Hill. It's 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 a shit show. But um, all right. So we talked about the games. Let's talk about the shit that didn't show up in the, tr- in the video, but just dropped on social media shortly after. So we see in the trailer, price, $499, $399. Release date, November 12th. Two days after Xbox Series X. Thursday. Two fucking days. Two days. Retail's going to be a shit show. Yeah. Shit show world for retail. This drops November 12th. Everyone's like, man, when do the pre-orders come up? Doesn't say in the video. Okay, I guess we'll wait and find out. Which makes sense because, you know, Eric Lampel came out and said, hey, it's safe to say Sony will let those intending to purchase a PS5 know when pre-orders will happen. We'll let you know. It's not going to happen with a minute's notice. We're going to, at some point, let you know when you can pre-order PlayStation 5. So please, don't feel like you got to run and line up anywhere until you receive official notice on how that will work. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for clarifying that we don't have to worry about pre-orders just fucking popping up and like, hey, go. Thank you, Eric. I was really concerned that we were going to have to deal with that. And then about 10 minutes after the fucking showcase, 
Here's Jeff Keeley on Twitter, not during the video, on Twitter saying, oh, yeah, uh, pre-orders could start tomorrow. Could possibly start tomorrow at select retailers. I was like, oh, That's shit, That's all tomorrow. it said. That's where it started. Yeah. Oh, shit, maybe that. And then next thing you know, PlayStation Place says something like, yep, that's true. And then Keeley comes up, some might start tonight. Boom! Everything. Pre-orders went fucking live. Minutes. Minutes after those statements. Eric Lampel, bullshit, bro. That was the exact opposite of what Eric Lampel like said. to the nth degree. I mean, it was straight chaos. Fucking chaos. All because Jeff Keeley was just like, hey, by the way, in case you didn't watch the video, a little nugget here. Not like, hey, SOCOM is coming. Nope. Pre-orders live now. What? By the way, uh, there are some retailers that at the time of when we went live tonight, their websites were completely down. Somebody mentioned Walmart was dead. Walmart was dead. Good. And I mean, now I have to wonder, dude. I have to wonder. Because this seems, this part of it seems kind of like it was maybe not planned to happen this way. Because not only, hey, Cuddles, have a good night, buddy. Thanks for hanging out, dude. We appreciate you, man. Luckily, that piece of shit from GameStop had one for me to... I mean, like I said, man, everyone's got somebody they can rely on. But, like, here's the thing, man. When it comes to this sort of thing, usually they take time to set it up. This was, I feel like, first of all, PlayStation was like, boom, our digital version, same specs as our big guy, $100 less than the competition. Go now. Pre-orders for them starts next, next week. Go now. Get out there, pre-order that shit, lock it up. You can get it two days later. I don't think at one point their plan was to drop pre-orders tonight. There's no way. I feel like PlayStation looked at this as an opportunity, saying, hey, look, our our, our digital version is cheaper. Let's pump this bitch out right now. I think that's actually wrong. Hmm. Some of my insiders in the retail industry have said – that they were told to be prepared today with extra people for other reasons they wanted people there. Hmm. People sta- extra people staffed in places in case some like for for a reason, like whether like so like so like normally these places work and like you say, okay, this thing releases today, have more people because it'd be an influx of people, right? Mm-hmm. They told these retailers and their people, hey, staff extra. Here's what I would ask those retailers. For, for X reason. I would ask those retailers, then I'd be like, hey, look, is this how it typically works? I don't, Do you typically find out the day of a showcase saying, hey, it's just going to go live I, in like five I think, minutes? I think certain retailers had uh, info from Sony yesterday that this is going to happen. Mm. They hoodwinked everybody around them, whether it's uh, 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 staff or people like consumers. Right. But they basically got themselves set up for what happened today i think they knew oh man so that that that's what i've been told by some of my retail insiders that's 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 a bull no move. socom at all ravenloft we're really raven about that. no socom that's the only reason i haven't asked for my fifth and sixth beer right now yeah, so- had socom been announced i won't be wearing any clothes tome would be in the corner crying and i would have like 10 of these in front of me we would have fucking partied tonight y'all we wouldn't have talked about jack shit but socom yeah, th- thank you to Cap and Magus for being some of the guys that uh, um, were able to be insiders on some of that stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I'm pr- pretty sure that those guys, uh, you know, and some of the other people I've got contacts and different retailers around the area that 
were pretty much prepared for that. So some awesome. people knew, some some retailers kind of knew, some didn't. So there it's we interesting. are. It's a bold move. Yeah, yeah, bold but move here, down. now we know. PlayStation 5 is available for pre-order. Go to one of the sites that might not have died. Hi, Charles. Keep an eye on it. It launches on November 12th. See, so you got some time. There might be, they might increase the allotment. They might get more units to sell. All your retailers. I don't even know if calling house. Maybe you should just show up and just be like, hopefully, the, hey, do you got any of these for pre-order? Yeah, sign up for it. Who knows? But you guys, um, uh, we would all be crying. No, you won't panic. You'd be like, dude, you need to uh, set up a, a premium Snapchat because you're hot. Because everyone loves a teddy bear. I'm like I'm like Robin Williams times ten. God, will you stop? I'm trying I'm trying to be confident with how hairy I am. Yeah, well, I'm so close to lifting up my shirt right now to show don't, everybody. Don't I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Not, this is not that kind of stream. What are the first games you're going to get on the new system? Um, <laughs> for 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 PS5, it's definitely going to be. Uh, I'll get Spider Man for sure. I'll probably get Call of Duty because I gotta have that campaign. Plus, there's new zombies. They haven't talked about uh, zombies yet, so that's interesting. Um. They talked a little bit. They just mentioned it. And I'll probably try Demon Souls, man. Typically with those games, I'll get to the first boss and beat it and be like, I beat the game. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not going to do anymore. So not, yeah, not so calm. How about you? What's your launch title for PS5? Which one are you looking at? Also, Destruction All-Stars. Definitely going to get Destruction All-Stars. Uh, Destruction and Miles for me are the two that I actually care the most about. Any third-party stuff? AC, Valhalla. Valhalla, maybe. Valhalla, maybe, yeah. Oh, I'm, listen, the, here's, here's the reality is that a week after these fucking consoles drop, so within that week, Cyberpunk drops. So I don't really give a shit about all this other stuff. Valid. It's valid. And dude, it worked that? out perfect. Oh, I'm my off. God. The, November 13th is my last day working for a week. I am off immediately after that. I will have a whole week with both consoles. Do whatever the fuck I please. And then the following week, Thanksgiving week, three days of work, more gaming. Can't wait. I can't wait. What's the war RPG called again? War RPG. We're we talking about. I don't know. Uh, Where Cap, I, right I think you're drinking again, dude. I have a feeling I'm going to see the store a lot in November. I think you're right. I think you're right. The third-person action RPG. I legit think Cyberpunk is going to affect Valhalla sales. I think it's going to affect everybody's sales. I think you're right, Prime. I think you're spot on. It's going to affect everyone outside of Call of Duty. Call of Duty is going to do Call of Duty. I mean, we've seen it before. Call of Duty, you know, when Red Dead came out, Call of Duty top Red Dead. It did. Call, everyone was buying Call of Duty. So... Cyberpunk oh, yeah. will will dominate sales. It'll dominate most everyone else, but Call of Duty will still be the top spot. Uh, yeah, I, just, I only care about Cyberpunk at that yeah. point. Cyberpunk is going to be bas- badass. Oh, Godfall. Now, now let's talk Godfall for one minute, and then we'll move on to the next subject. Godfall has done next to nothing. True. With all of their showings. True. Trailers at, at True. shows and whatnot. I was, every time I was watching, I was like, man, this is fucking... This looks so fucking generic. It does nothing for me. And like, finally, finally... They released a trailer this week. That was pretty fucking dope. The combat, the combat looked fucking dope. For the first time, it looked really, really good. It looked really, really good. I'm interested in Godfall now. Slightly. Because I know Marvel's Avengers is going to get a PS5 and an Xbox Series X upgrade. I'm loving that game way too much to worry about anything yeah, like that it's, yeah, yeah it's yeah. gonna be dope man yeah. i'm really dope but yeah no obviously cyberpunk is the, is the big one that week after that's, so. that's the big thing that i'm worried about right now it's not the big thing you're worried about you pervert all right enough playstation 5 let's move on to some lovecraft country love 
Lovecraft Country. Now, the last time we talked about Lovecraft Country, we talked about episode two, which we felt needed another 30, 40 minutes right. of, of stuff. But then episode three, a haunted house episode, pretty dope. That was really cool. It was a that was really very cool. A really really strong episode. It was it was, a, it was a vast improvement over the second one, and probably pretty much in line with the first one. It was really really good. Good story. Right. Good scares. Good gore. Had a good mixture of everything. Dope. Now we have to talk about four and five, and four was basically an hour version of Indiana Jones and Goonies. It was awesome. It was really good. It was really, it was, really and, good. and like I told you though, truth be told. That's very. That was very Lovecraftian. Very Lovecraftian. That was lo- like, even though it like seems like it's these other things in some form of shade of, yep. it, that's still very Lovecraftian. That was very especially fun. the character they meet and where they meet her underwater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that was Lovecraft. Water is always a big theme in Lovecraft stuff. You'll yep. find, but um, yeah, that was a very very fun episode. I really enjoyed that. So, yep. uh, five though. Five now. Five, five is, in my opinion, the best episode we've seen. Really? Uh, yeah. I think it's the best episode I've watched simply because, and again, we won't get into spoilers. You know what I think we should should do is do a spoiler cast of this, of this series once it's done. Let everyone get caught up and watch it, and we can really talk about I'm down for that. the story tropes and everything that's explored. But, 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 but episode five explored some deep themes yeah. that we have not touched on in the first four episodes. There is a lot of stuff that they really hit on. And it's awesome because it, as good as Jonathan Majors is and Journey Smollett is, we got to see some acting chops from, and their names escape me, from the characters of Ruby and Montrose. You know, we got Atticus's dad, Montrose. Ruby is, is, is Letitia's sister. And they're the focus on this episode. And, dude, I'm telling you right now, this is one of the best episodes, if not the best episode we've seen so far, simply because – the complex nature of these characters, specifically Montrose, but man, Ruby's arc, when they really kind of get to a certain point where they explain why she's able to have the ability to do what she's doing and how she kind of see gets firsthand glimpse of what it's like on the other side, we'll just say that, it's really interesting. The being that the show is is kind of a backdrop in, during the Jim Crow era, yes, which you know makes this series okay. So you, so you're working in a mythos that's very very psychological, very horror, cosmic horror, a lot of things going on, right? Yep. And then you're you're putting it into a Jim Crow era as well. Really, a lot of perspective for sure. Oh, if, if you need some fucking perspective in life, it's gonna wake you up a little bit, and it's good for you. But it's it's it it makes for even extra complex storytelling, oh, yeah. and it, there's a tribute that you do to like you're already talking about these characters and these actors and actresses that are really 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 like diving deep into everything they're dealing with, and it's so like surreal sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you say, like each character deals with very honest big issues that we're dealing with right now honestly mm-hmm. to a lot of degree yep and it really really it's refreshing to have that kind of perspective in storytelling because you know we've some of us have learned a lot over the last few months just generally i feel like yes absolutely um so having this almost like a supplement in a way cuz you got you know uh, jordan peele involved as well too mm-hmm. you know uh it's 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 re- it really I get really refreshing is the word I can go back to it because you know there, there's so much going on anyways yep 
you know, um, a lot of things that you see in any mythos or any series, there's a lot of, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that happen that are just kind of something you would expect. Mm-hmm. This show definitely seems like every episode, whether whether it's too much packed into one far as the, the story arc in or whatever, and this one felt like almost like a separate entity from the other ones to, mm-hmm. a, to a large degree, but it really kind of checked your head on it. Yep. And um, it, it, it it's quite an episode. It's a it's a gory episode. There's a lot of gore. There's a lot of gore, which and, and honestly, the the effects and the gore was very fucking awesome. Yep. Um, but it definitely kind of stands itself alone from some of the other episodes, and it sprinkles in the overall arc here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, so where where's it going? We don't know. That's part of the thing we talked about is that like for shit as as every episode is so unique, underlying mm-hmm. under some arc. You know, is the payoff in the end going to be worth it? You know, we're hoping so. Clearly, right? That's the that's the thing with cosmic horror is it's all about it's psychological and you're not sure what to expect. Right. You're, you're, it's so it, that's the point. Of it. It's 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 almost confusing to a point because it's not a black and white thing. It's not clear as day as what they're getting to. Right. And you mentioned it. You know, the one thing that's interesting about Lovecraft Country is there are so many different story arcs and there's so many hints here and there. It's so much gray area that you 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 know you kind of have an understanding at this point after five episodes we're moving to an ending that is going to it's going to have to deliver a payoff big time it's going to have to because this is the type of show where when you get to the final episode and there's the reveal you're going to be like oh fuck and then you go back and watch one two three four and you're like oh there's that yup that's why that happened oh there's that. And it's one of those shows where it has to happen. Now, if the payoff sucks, then that just discredits everything else. But, you know, I'm putting my faith in this because so far it's just a really good job. And, you know, the, the themes that they explore in the fifth episode, especially with Montrose, here's the interesting thing. I'm not going to get into spoilers. The interesting thing about Montrose, there's a revelation about um, uh, a Montrose that you learn. And at first you're like, oh, shit, that's why he's so angry. But I taught I messaged you. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. They almost spiral back to something. It's really it's, it's really cool because they kind of like hit you with this. They're like, oh shit, okay, oh wow. Okay. And then so when you start thinking, like yeah. And then you think you're like, well, wait a minute, how can this exist? It's 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 a wild it's a wild show, you guys. Like I said, it explores a lot of heady themes. It talks about a lot of things that we need to hear about. It's a lot of things that we need to uh, understand and and, and 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 pay attention to. And use that to make, you know, going forward to make a, a better place for everybody. Right. And, and, like, it's one of those shows, too, that doesn't, you know, like, sometimes sometimes you watch shows and it's like things will happen. There's loose ends or not. This show calls back to things in other episodes somewhat frequently, I think, to a degree. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of threads that kind of get rewoven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Panic says something right there uh, about the size of the lady and stuff like that. And I think. That's an undertone of the entire series because while this series is in the Jim Crow era, mm-hmm. this series has also been very inclusive and kind of um, embracing everybody in every mm-hmm. background, mm-hmm. whether it's ethnicity yep. or uh, uh, or size of the person. And that's a big deal because they could have easily hired – 130 pound actress to do the part that she did but they didn't and they went with somebody you know uh, who's a little bit bigger and that that kind of shit is important because it's important for 
listen, if you want to, if you want to put out these days something that's that's a believable and honest product, sometimes you have to understand that the picture perfect ideal thing that we've had for eons of people mm-hmm. doesn't exist. Everybody right. is different. Yep. Everybody is shaped different. Everybody believes different. So. Lovecraft Country, well, I think is, a, is showing a lot of big lessons and some people might not see that and mm-hmm. some will see it, but it's important because it's doing it and not a lot of things are still doing it. We're moving forward in some ways and this show, I think compared to a lot of others, is moving in strides yep. and that's that's like, yes, the, the, the yes, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a great story that it's it's very like adventurous it's Lovecraft, it's psychological, mm-hmm. but it's also doing some very amazing things from a social standpoint, and that's part of the big reason why I really appreciate this show. The reason I like this episode the most, though, is because not only it touches on the, the reoccurring race theme, that is obviously it's set in the Jim Crow era, it's very important that they touch on that and, and give you examples about how shitty it was then. Because there's, I'm not, I'll be the first to admit, man, watching this stuff, I've learned a couple of things where I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Right. And it just makes you sit back and go, Jesus Christ, really? It's per fucking spectacle. This, this is where we're at. This is where we were at at one point. Yeah. But, you know, you look at the race thing. But this show also examines the misogynistic nature of men. And that's one of the things they kind of touched on in this episode. And that kind of happens with, with, with Montrose. Chris, with Christina Braithwright. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. With, oh, yeah. With Christina yeah. Braithwright. We, we yeah. find out why she's doing what she's doing. And it's it, you're just like, man, that is. Yeah, panic. That is why it's so fucking wild. Because you're like, man, even though Christina Braithwaite is, in our minds, a villain, her struggles are real, too, in a, in, in a weird way. I mean, it's yes, she's you know the character she is, but she's dealing with another issue that was big back then, too. And that's men were all this, and women aren't shit. And that's one thing they explore. And you're like, oh fuck, man, that's that's deep too. I'm telling you. And then and then Montrose's story arc, he has a scene that I think is incredibly powerful at the end, where he's at a club. Oh yeah, and it's it's, it's huge. It's it's huge. You guys, this is a this is a fantastic show. It hits on all the themes that need to be addressed now, mm-hmm. and it takes place it takes place in the fifties. But man, how fucking little progress we've made when you think about from it, right. the '50s to now, yeah, which is none, and that's what makes this show so good because they're able to take these social themes and we- and weave them in with that Lovecraft horror that we all fucking love, man. I love Lovecraft horror. It's a great show. The fifth episode is the strongest episode we've seen so far. The best episode, and I cannot fucking wait talk about six and seven on the next show you know and absolutely in that episode honestly when you step back and look at it it could be a standalone episode and that could be the only episode that existed and you'd step back and go go fucking wow so and the fucking uh store manager what a rough night he had (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say store manager had a wild really rough night this week so gumby says i just want to see cthulhu uh we all do. You do actually in the first episode get a yep. brief glimpse, to be fair. A quick um, glimpse. Right, right, right. And and that's the thing is Lovecraft Country is very, very, you know, Lovecraft's always going to be uh, compared to whenever you're involving Cthulhu, but it's always bigger and deeper than that, too. So that's part of the great thing of Lovecraft as well. So, um, but Panic, yeah, I figured that's why you, I, I, knowing you, I had a feeling that you were, that's what your mentality was in that for sure. <laughs> Uh, Josh says, really going to need you to watch The Boys, Brent. So oh, you guys- fuck, yes. Yeah, I'm going to try to start getting that in. I want to try to start watching The Boys because, like, honestly, I love the cast. You know, I, I look at the cast. I'm like, man, this this shit looks fucking dude, wild, dude. 
that conversation we just had, trans like the boy, the last, especially the last episode, definitely translates into now, and it's pretty fucking brilliant. See, that's one of the reasons it's why I feel so bad brilliant. about not having watched every episode of The Watchmen yet. I haven't watched all that whole series yet. I know The Watchmen's supposed to be really, really good too. So, yes, again, we can see him in underwater. That movie sucked, though. What's he talking about? He, we see, oh, uh, Cthulhu. In underwater. See in the movie underwater. underwater. What was the movie underwater? We've seen him in underwater. Is that a movie? Are you talking about like in one of the episodes for Lovecraft Gumby? No, I think he's talking about a movie. He's talking about something different than Lovecraft. Okay. Uh, we'll wait for Gumby to respond. Let's move on to the final topic. I know I have not watched an episode of this. I want to because I'm a big fan of Ridley Scott. Let's talk about Raised by Wolves. Let's do that, please. This is the HBO Max original. Mm. Available now. Mm. Tone, I'm mm. coming to you because I have not seen an episode yet, but I am a huge fucking fan of Ridley Scott. Mm. Even, uh, you know, uh, Co- Alien Covenant and Prometheus, they were wild movies in the, in the Alien universe. When this movie came... Oh, actually, Underwater, um, Kristen Stewart. Actually, Gumby, I actually watched that movie. Now that I think about it, I have seen Underwater, and that I thought it was decent. It's... It, it could have been a lot better. It could have been a lot better, but um, it's. I thought it was entertaining. I thought she was really good at it too. You know, Kristen Stewart gets a lot of shit. Same as Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Kristen Stewart is actually really fucking good in that movie. I forgot all about that movie. I watched it. She's really good in it, but the, there was just something missing from the movie that was like it was just kind of like she's the strong point. Everything else around her kind of failed. It, it's it, it is Brian. It's it's a lot better than I thought it would be. I thought she, she like, like Kristen Stewart kind of like, she kind of channels that uh, Ellen Ripley uh, type of character. That's what she's kind of like in that movie. It's, it's actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she, dude, she's strong in that movie, dude. Oh, really? She's really strong in that movie. I, I'm actually, I was really impressed with her performance in that. It was just kind of everything else around her the story and whatnot was just kind of like, eh, could have been a lot better with, you know, some, eh, they done a little bit better with the writing. But. Back to Raised by Wolves. This dropped kind of like quickly. It was like the first three episodes. Yeah, it dropped. Yeah, like it dropped more than one episode. Yep. And now there's there's five out right now. There's five out right now. I like. Here's the thing. It came so fast, and everybody like I had like three or four people the first week it dropped said, "You watch Raised by Wolves yet? You watch Raised by Wolves yet?" And two of least of the three know I love Ridley Scott and a big mm-hmm. fan of Alien. Um. Jay Hill. Looked crazy. Hope it's good. It's fucking awesome. Listen. The first episode blew everybody. Confused everybody. The first episode, you have no idea what the fuck is going on. And that's awesome because that leaves you fucking questioning and thinking. Right. Like, if you can create something like what I love about the vibe of this movie is it's very. When you stand back and look at it, it looks like, especially from the first episode, it, it, it like has this aesthetic of something that was made in like the 50s, like what they expect in 19. 19- 99 alien cars and alien ships are going to look like there's the, like the helmets they're wearing when they land. You're like, you're like, Oh my God, this looks like something fucking like Thunderbirds, like the puppets from fucking whatever is it? Thunderbirds or whatever. I don't remember from fucking like sci-fi channel, like those, <laughs> whatever the puppets. Anyways, uh, this, this show is so fucking it's God. I, let me try to get this. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try and get everything together because I'm so excited about it. So, should I, should, do I need to go get more beers? Uh, maybe. Um. So this show, 
really leaves you in this thought process like where 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 are they going to take it here's the thing a lot of shows come out right now and you always i feel like a lot of shows come out and there's some form of predictability right yep you can almost call where it's going to go this show not been able to do that hardly at all now there are some things because there are some like storytelling cues. Yeah, okay, it makes sense where it's going. Sure. This show is not doing that to me at all. Like the entire premise, basically, and I'm just gonna give you an overlay and not ruin it. So basically there was a humongous war, like there always is, on Earth in around twenty one forty two. One side was losing really bad, and their side both sides have fundamental thought processes on like life and religion, we'll say. Okay, just just whatever. Sure. The side losing sends out basically a survivorship to say our side of this race, like the human race as a whole, our side is about to be gone and dead. We're losing. I'm going to send you to this planet, Kepler-22, and you are going to recreate and start over from our viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Here, are, here are children, whatever, et cetera. You're going to start over. And you get there. And that's and that's literally like where you start in. You start in, and it's like what makes it so confusing is like there's no background story to what's going on. Like right. normally in a in, in a movie or something, you see you see that first, right? So it's going so on places the table, and right? And it and it, it does some time jumping, but it's not like the kind of time jumping where you feel like man, it's ruin of the story. Mm-hmm. You're like you're getting perspective. You're going, oh shit! So like. Would you say, not yes. to cut you off, yes. would you say the time jumping is just as effective as it is in The Last of Us 2? Where it gives you different perspectives. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. It makes, in that, in that sense, it makes good for good storytelling because while if you didn't do the time jumping, mm-hmm. it would make for a good story. You're like, oh, that's really cool, but it would have less shock appeal right. when you're learning the stuff from perspectives of other, not necessarily of other characters. So... They get to this. They get to this planet, and they're 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 trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And you start learning, like, man, this is weird. Like it, like aesthetically, like the color of everything, the palette's very gray. Mm-hmm. It's very like kind of like sad thing, and it's for everything. And you know, they're trying to figure out how they're going to survive. They start rebuilding kind of a civilization. They've got to deal with the nuances of like what it's like being on an alien planet and where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And every episode, like things like. Bad things are happening. There's bad stuff happening. Everything, every time, forward, bad stuff, bad stuff, bad stuff. Oh, here's something good. Here's something bad. And then, oh, oh, shit. Oh, that's really bad. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's not as bad as I thought. Oh, because it's not what I thought. Right. You know, so. Those can be a thinking movie. It's going to be a, or a thinking show, a show that's like, it doesn't give you all the answers right away. You're going to really have to piece stuff together. Maybe, and, and, and you don't need, but the thing is you don't really need to try to either. Like, you, you just need to enjoy it for what it is. Like, listen, Prometheus, when it first came out, as a Ridley Scott fan and a huge Alien fan, when Prometheus came out, like, somebody asked me, is it weirder than Prometheus? I don't know if that was you or somebody asked me, because the beginning of Prometheus was fucking weird. Yeah, it was really weird. It was really weird and hard to understand. You almost had to, like, kind of read up on it. Especially considering it's the Alien universe. Right. You're well, like, well originally, and that's a whole other tunnel to go down, but Ridley Scott wasn't really trying to connect the two it was in the same universe but not connected right and then fans wanted it connected so he connected it with covenant the Covenant, but, right but when they say is it weird in prometheus yep really it's very much weirder than prometheus but that's fine okay like, prometheus is we and but that was when i was two or three episodes in 
Now when I say and look back and now you've gotten that time jump and you've gotten some perspective, is it as weird? I'd have to revisit that thought process. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling everybody right now, like I love sci-fi. I love weird Mm sci-fi. I love unconventional sci-fi. There's a lot of like themes in this that are very reminiscent of other mythos. Uh But overall, the way the story is being told and how it's coming down and how it's being pieced together is not. And that's why I'm that's enjoying dope. it so much. Yes. See, and that, that 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 gets me pumped up. I mean, Josh, <laughs> I like what Josh says. Sounds like I'm gonna get really high and watch it. Yes. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 This sounds like the type of show you know, kind of like Color Out of Space. You just you come downstairs, you turn all the lights off, you shut the door, don't fucking bother me. Right. You know, watch these you shows. Need to invest. Right. You and really pay attention and listen to things and, and take and, and interpret things and it, that sounds that sounds like right up my alley. It's so. a fu- it's 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 a god it's a fucking goddamn piece of art. That's what this is. It's oh. a it's a fucking it's a really neat take just generally on sci-fi mm-hmm. and stories that have come out similar. It's a very very cool take on that. I I fucking absolutely love it. It's it's definitely like as much as I love Watchmen. In Lovecraft Country, it has already shot up to some of my favorite stuff that I've viewed this year when it comes to a TV series. Oh, hands down, and that's okay. five episodes. Okay. okay, is it a total of five or is there more? Total of five right now. If they're coming out, oh, is, it, is it the fifth episode the final of the five, season? Five, I don't know. That's just it. Like, oh, okay, that's okay, the funny okay. thing because because this came out and I started watching this Ooh. late last week. It, it it came out and and all of a sudden people are like, are you watching it? I'm like, oh, fine, I'll fucking start watching it. So many people keep asking me about it. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to watch more. And there's five episodes. I don't know when. I haven't saw when more are coming out. Okay. I don't know. Is I it going to be a time. weekly release or no? The, exactly. I don't know because I, okay. I just haven't had that time in life to figure that out. But I'm, I can't get enough of it. Is it Twin Peaks weird? I would say that it is. Have it does It does have some Twin Peaks weird. It's a it's a very weird and uncomfortable sci-fi film, and mm. things that they do in it because it's coming because Ridley uh, directed. I don't know if he had a lot of hand in writing it or whatever, mm-hmm. but there's some weird shit in it. Okay, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. So okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, a man that needs no introduction, but he's gonna get one. The Mocha Skin Manimal, the Mocha Skin Manimal, your current reigning X Division champion. Rohit Raju, a.k.a. in the chat right now. Raju Zane, number 80, is in the chat. Hey, uh, and we talked about it earlier, uh, uh, Raju. Seriously, man, thank you so fucking much for cutting that promo. Yeah, we appreciate that, It was that, fucking bro. epic. It was awesome. We appreciate you. We love you. And, dude, we were talking about before the show, with Star Wars Squadrons coming out the week, uh, that Friday after our next show, once Squadrons is out, bro, we got to get you up here. We got to get you back on the show. We got to talk about Star Wars Squadrons. Yes. We got to get you here. I know you're busy. I know you're celebrating. I know you're walking around with your belt, telling Chris Bay, TJP, and everyone <laughs> else, hey, get in line. You got to earn the chance. Yeah, these spin, spin these motherfuckers. They can keep you know fighting it out to get that contention for that fucking belt. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Truth be told, I like all those guys. Though. But yeah, man, we want to get you back on here, dude. We want to get your thoughts on Star Wars Squadrons. We want to get your thoughts on everything else that's going on in the world of wrestling. We know you're you're enjoying your success. You've done a great job. You've earned that belt, and I can't wait to see you defend that belt. Yeah. And we appreciate someday. again the promo, bro. We yeah, really yeah. appreciate you, dude. So yeah. thank you very much for that. Mm-hmm. 
Before we go, I think that's the last we want to talk about Raise the Wolves for now because i got to watch it. Yes, I I do want to just say Cap. Cap makes a good point, and we'll leave it at that. Get up to Cap. It seems like an old sci-fi story shot with a modern modern tech. Definitely kind of an old sci-fi story and like a story of, of the ages to some degree. Mm-hmm. But has a very like it, it's weird. It's like it's got this retro old school but modern look and tech to it. It's I'm telling you, you gotta watch it. Okay. That's good. That's good, Cap. I like I'm gonna that. get it in. I'm gonna get it in. I'm definitely gonna, gonna get, it get it in. But Raji, you came for the right time, bro. That's going to do it for a raise by the wolves. But ladies and gentlemen, one I more time. One more time. Let's watch the it one more time. Wow. The man is here. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. And I'm here to tell you Look at him. about two good friends of mine. The Dude guy. 79. <laughs> Fanboy Tone. They are the hosts of one of Twitch's best shows banter and babble they talk about movies they talk about games they talk we about do. entertainment talk about they talk about stuff. wrestling all, right. all things pop culture all things nerddom you can catch up on their past shows spotify itunes youtube or you can watch them live on twitch that's twitch.tv <laughs> forward slash banter and babble and sometimes they have a sexy guest or two on there. Uh, here we go. Mm, He's always sexy than me. Champ, that's not right. True. I've been on there. I have graced their presence just like I'm gracing yours right now. And it, hell, who doesn't <laughs> believe a guy that looks like this? Who doesn't believe the reigning next division champion? Because I am the George Jackin. Tuesday night impacting. His mother called him son because he shines Shots like, like one mocha skinned mammal raining. Impact Wrestling X Division Champion yeah. Rohit Raju. So make sure you go check out my boys at Banter and Babble. The only thing you could have had in there that would have actually made it perfect, because that's pretty okay, like 99%. <laughs> but had he has said almond eaten, muscle drink, muscle milk drinking, would have been a little bit better. But now the only critique. The, oh, that's, that's all you got. The only critique. Oh, you got a critique? The next time you Photoshop your head on my body, let me know. Okay, that's Jesus all I'm asking. Send me an email. Christ. I won't tell anybody. I just wasn't prepared to see that. Yeah, it caught right, me right. off guard. Caught his wife off guard, too. Next time you use this, this bod. <laughs> I, I lay out all day, man. I mow the lawn without a shirt on. That's what right, I do. Right, 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 right. All right. Last thing we want to talk about. Something last I dropped thing. this week. Something that got everybody fucking hyped. I know uh, uh, Rohit's going to want to talk about it. I know you're going to want to talk about it. Yep. So, hey. You're going to want to talk about it. Let's fucking watch the trailer for Mandalorian Season 2, which begins on October 30th. Here we go. Mm. You like that shot right there. This is the scene. Show me the one whose safety deemed such destruction. You must reunite it with its own kind. Where? This you must determine. The songs of eons past tell of battles between Mandalore the Great and an order of sorcerers called Jedi. Sorcerers. You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way. This is the way. 
No place for a child. Wherever I go, he goes. So I've heard. <laughs> Probably my favorite part right there. Oh, they want that full screen. Look at them out there. This is the way. This is the fucking way, baby. Hey, baby. Woo! There it is. That was a dope-ass trailer, yeah. dude. <laughs> this is the way. The reason we don't do full screen, you guys, is simply because sometimes Disney can be a little sketchy with how you use their, their properties. So we have to make it a small screen to kind of talk over it a we little bit. We have to bit. be the bigger focus, which is better for you. We have to be the adults. Yeah, dude, Sasha Banks. She was in the hood. Yeah. I didn't know that. She's the sorceress that's yeah. sitting in there. Yeah, that was dope, dude. So my first initial thoughts, obviously we excited because I'm ready for season two, but there wasn't a lot in that. Like, Not a lot. That trailer looked like it could have been clipped from episode no. season one. But that shot at the beginning with the planets and that the like the 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 uh, magnetic field felt, felt very like Empire like yeah, like and I love yeah. that and then the, then the ship comes in and stuff like that. You see him with some X wings at one point. The X wings look fucking crisp. But that part at the end when the child hits that button, <laughs> whomp, that's the best part of the whole fucking trailer. And I don't care who you are, that's the best fucking part of the trailer. You hear a bunch of noises, it cuts yeah, away, it cuts yeah, away, like, bodies <laughs> everywhere. It's yep, like, yep, yep, yep. This is the fucking way we're So it's very here. exciting because for perspective in this series, and, and even in really how Ray handles it in the sequel trilogy is like, you know, at this point, even then, in 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 the after Return of the Jedi, is that, Jedi were so far and few between at that point. They were like myths and legends and stories. Right. So people on the outer rim and the fringe and stuff like that of of all of the galaxy, like they say, oh, they're sorcerers, you know, or they pass down these stories. It's all fables to them. So I love how they're kind of going with that mm -hmm. because it makes it feel really, really grounded. Yep. And I think that's important from a storytelling standpoint because most of the big stuff that we've seen in the big movies, you see fucking lightsabers turn on right. every two minutes. And that's why some of the content that hasn't been a big focus where Jedi are the focus have been so fucking amazing. Yeah. No, that was a dope trailer. I was super pumped. You know, I just love, I love hearing this is the way. This is the way. She's yeah. yeah she's basically saying, well, duh, this is yeah, the way, yeah, bro. This is the way, bro. This is yeah, what you're going to do. I just told you what to fucking yeah. do. This is this the way. This is what we're doing. Right, I love, right. that's like, probably, that, that's like the best part of that whole thing. Uh, Giancarlo said there's a big lightsaber. It's a lightsaber. Oh, battle. my Ooh, God. Atlanta. Giancarlo is, as, as Moff Gideon is perfect, like, there's like I can like it's 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 like because you know what we heard, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of rumors we got a lot of fucking Ahsoka stuff saying out there and we may yep. not see her we don't we don't know but is it Sasha who it doesn't fucking matter at this point the point is again and we've said it many times on the show or at least I have John Favreau Dave Filoni you guys are what's keeping the true spirit and keeping all fans bundled together the sequel trilogy and sometimes the prequel have separated a lot of us into different waves and different groups mm -hmm. this is keeping us together much like clone wars and rebels so it's fucking hype and do you think ready. at this point yeah. at this point mandalorian rebels and whatnot are more important to they, the star wars yes because while the the, the trilogies of in the in the saga of skywalker are important on a certain level. The true heart of Star Wars is actually captured in the stuff that isn't on the big screen. And that's my final answer. And I, I don't know if Raju agrees with that, but the true heart of Star Wars, especially in Rebels, 
and it's because of Floney. He's captured. Like maybe more so the OT trilogy has still got the heart, but the true heart of Star Wars is definitely in these products that aren't involving the Skywalker family. Like mainstream cinema, like Correct. the base of it. The just, true heart of Star Wars, the true messages. The, the lore, the backstory, yes. everything that's happening behind the scenes of the Star Wars, of the of the, of the Skywalker there, saga, that's where the real meat that, and potatoes that, yeah. is. So like, to break down Star Wars terms, if you're looking at a fucking Death Star, everything's scary about that battle station that looks like a moon, but the thing that's keeping that together is all the framework inside. That's what's going on right here is that what they're building right now with Mandalorian and they've done with Rebels and Clone Wars, that's the framework that's keeping Star Wars really, really surviving. Yeah. No, that was a dope trailer. Really excited for it. October 30th is when you can expect that to drop the day before Halloween, Friday, which is wild because Halloween's on a Saturday, which, of course, the one time it drops on a fucking Saturday is going to be canceled. God damn it. Yep, yep. Uh, With these awesome hour-long episodes, you get so much more in season of Mandalorian than a two-hour movie. Absolutely. This dude, this is... Better Again, storytelling. It's exactly like Cap says. Panic says just simply simple storytelling. A lot of uh, a lone wolf and a cub. How about the new, new the new Lego Star Wars game? That actually looked pretty dope. I'm excited about that. Honestly, that I think dope. it's gonna be a good time. But like, here's the thing, man. Like, it's you see this is the benefits, the benefits of Netflix and Amazon Prime and all these streaming services. They don't have to make a two hour movie. They don't have to cram a bunch of shit in a two-hour movie. They can spread that out an hour long over eight, nine hours. Do you know how much fucking shit you can get into a story in that amount of time? Yeah. Dude, it's, it's, just, it's just way more appealing. You go to the movies to see crazy wild shit on the big screen. Awesome. You can stay home to watch the depth. You watch the story arcs. Mm-hmm. You watch the character development. That's where all that good shit is at home. Dude, that's one of the main reasons I'm super fucking stoked for an Uncharted series. Because, yeah, I love playing the game. Oh, I'm sorry, The Last of Us. The Last of Us series. I want to see that because, man, they're going to explore a story that I already think is fucking amazing. And you're going to explore it in an episodic way. Yeah, deeper. Dive Dope. Even deeper. Dive even deeper. Dope. Character development. There it is. Character development is what gives <clears throat> it so much more heart. Yep. It gives you more to invest in as a viewer. And it makes those tough decisions down the line more impactful. Mm-hmm. Whether they die or they, 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 they give in to the dark side, or whatever. It makes it more impactful, and that's what makes it beautiful. That's why I love it. So, Agreed. Awesome trailer, October 30th, Mandalorian Season 2. Tone, that's it for tonight's show, dude. Next episode, you guys, we're going to talk about Guns Akimbo. If you can, check it out on Amazon Prime. It's included. You can watch it there. And we'll also talk about The Devil All the Time, available right now on Netflix with Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson, Jason Clark, an all-star cast. Looks fucking rad. We're going to watch that. We're going to watch Guns Akimbo. We've got a lot more to talk about. That'll be October 4th. will be the next show. Or no, I'm sorry. Got to do math. What does it say? October, or September 30th, which is going to be two days before Star Wars Squadrons comes out. Oops. Kind of a bummer. We would really love to talk about that. But look, we're going to talk about a lot of movies. We're going to talk about more Lovecraft. I'm sure we'll talk. Maybe by then we'll talk a little bit more Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. Um, but I think the next episode is going to be really big on movies, you guys. Really big on movies, TV shows, stuff like that. So, again, on Amazon Prime, Guns Akimbo. Check it out with uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe. And then also on Netflix, The Devil All the Time with Tom Holland. Check those out. We're going to talk about it in the next episode. Next week, we do anything for B&B Plays? I haven't decided yet. Not sure what we're doing, but what are we doing tomorrow night? 
B&B Quickie with Hey-o. Fanboy Tone. We're going to talk about Cobra Kai, 7 p.m., Ooh. and then spiral into why a lot of mythos come back and need to follow Cobra Kai. I agree. This is going to be a good conversation, you guys. Tomorrow there, night. Seven. What time? What time? 7 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. Eastern time right here on Banter and Babble. It's going to be a great episode. I'm a huge fan of Cobra Kai. I did not see season two yet. I'm going to try to squeeze that in tomorrow. Pants. I'm actually going to try to squeeze that in tomorrow. He's going to piss himself. He's leaving. That's it for the show. I get to close it on my own. He's going upstairs. He's, he just fell on the stairs. He's running up the stairs to piss because the man can't handle two and a half fucking beers. So here I am closing it out solo. Tomorrow night, B&B Quickie, he'll be talking about Cobra Kai. Two weeks from now, we'll be back. We have a lot to talk about. I'm dragging this out because I'm fucking drunk. Appreciate you guys. We had uh, a, a new sub or a new follower tonight, Malice Trace. We really, really appreciate you. Thank you, everybody who tuned in tonight. Maddie Ice and Marky Mark. Thank you. Tricky Regent, Rohit Raju, the X Division champion. Thank you so much for that promo. And everyone else that was in here tonight. We had a great time. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. B&B Quickie. Take care. Maddie Ice and Mark. Mark, thank you for that. Appreciate you. Good night, everybody.